And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere. Where do we begin? Shout out to my main man, Matt Walsh, for going on Dr. Phil and Wrecking Shop. That was a fantastic debate. And you know what? I want to see many more debates just like it with honest viewpoints from both sides. And no matter what you identify as, you can identify as Thomas in the Tank Engine, whatever you, you are, let's hear some honest dialogue on both sides. How about that? Also, the CDC essentially has admitted that it's a wrap. It's, it's over. The, the scandemic's coming to an end. The stock market reflects it. Netflix is going way down in stock price because they know people are back outside. They're not paying this thing any mind anymore. Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute as well. We'll talk about how they said for two years that we were conspiracy theorists and tinfoil hat wearers. We'll talk about that. And I'm free to say it now because the CDC didn't say it and they can't censor me no more because if they want to censor me, they're going to censor the mainstream media. They're going to censor the government and everybody else. But I digress. Shout out to Jen Psaki for talking about, hey, man, knock a few margaritas back to take the edge off. You're mad about not being able to pay for your rent, your car note, your food and whatnot. Hey, man, get drunk. Forget about it. Also, Patriot Front, who are these guys? Are they glowies or what? We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Alive. And thank you for being here yet again. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you heard thus far, if you enjoyed the content, please give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, scare the video. I scared the video. Somebody threw me off right there. Uh, somebody said, did he just say scare dimmick? Hey, it works. Scare dimmick, scam dimmick, scam dimmick, plan dimmick. It's 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 all right. All right. But thank you for being here yet again. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Um also Follow all of my sponsors in the description box, of course. Follow me on my other websites aside from YouTube.com. We got ABLmerch.com. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more. Check that website out right now in the description box. Also, AnthonyBLogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. Every single article I write, well, every single video I do, I write an article for. And in that article, I cite sources. I got sources, so nobody could say that I make stuff up. Nobody could try to fact check me and be like, oh, you spreading misinformation. I always back up whatever I say with sources. You know, and speaking about sources, I've been doing that same exact thing for all these virus videos. I've made dozens, if not hundreds of virus videos over the past two years. And what I've said from the beginning has been proven to be correct. Everything I've said, and you guys as well, you guys are very smart. You guys send me email tips. You guys have been correct. Now the mainstream media and the politicians are just now starting to catch up with what we've been saying for a very long time. I wonder when they're going to allow us to have HCQ and IVM as a therapeutic. Uh, I'm not really sure when, probably when the, the patent runs out for these, uh, these injections, but that's a different story and I'm getting way ahead of myself. Go back to the sponsors. Then I get into the topics. Also shout out to Patriot Post. Not the other guys, but PatriotPost.us, the best source of news and information anywhere on the internets. 
Check him out for a long time. Been here in Chattanooga. Very good people. Check them out in the description box below. Tell them ABO sent you. Also, BHEdesigns.com. They make these beautiful handmade wooden flags that are right behind me. I say that every show because people ask me every day, hey, ABL, where can I get those flags? The flags are beautiful. If you do not know, go to BHEdesigns.com. Link will be in the description box. Also, listening to a podcast right now being recorded live, and you guys are the participants. You guys are the co-hosts. If you want to hear this replay with audio only, so you won't get hit really hard on your internets with your bandwidth, uh, you can find this on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Link for that will be in the box or just go to your favorite platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Now, where where do we start? There's so much going on. I'm not even really sure where to begin. Let's start with an easy topic first. Jen Psaki. Okay, now, Jen Psaki, there's a whole lot going on with Jen Psaki and the whole administration. It's, it's a clown show, really, to be totally frank. I mean, this guy, Joe Biden, to speak on him right quick, before I get to Jen Psaki and what she said about drinking and stuff, this guy, Joe Biden, does not really know where he's at. Okay, he, he doesn't really know where he's at or what's going on. And you guys know I always got video clips to play. But Joe Biden is pretty much just like, he he's lost. He, he's totally lost. He doesn't know what's going on. And Jen Psaki and the rest of the team are just trying to cover up for him. They're just trying to make what he says seem less ridiculous or they try to so-called clarify what he says to make it make sense when it normally does not make sense, right? Now, here's a good example. Shout out to uh, Andrew from uh, Don't Walk Run on YouTube. Shout out to him. You guys suck to him as well. Good channel. But he posted this clip of Biden having one of his famous um, – I don't know what you call that. You call that a brain fart. You call that just some type of mishap, a little, a little glitch in the programming. It's like if you got an old computer and you're trying to access a, a online game and your computer just could totally just hangs and freezes. That's what happened right here with Joe Biden. And then it just came, it, it, it magically came back to life. So let's, let's see this right here. Um, I believe this is during the most recent press conference, which, you know, recent, Press conference is kind of an oxymoron for him because he never does press conferences, okay? He might do three or four a year, basically. I think he's on number seven as far as actual press conferences where he took questions from the media. I think by this time and prior administrations, the average is like 25 press conferences. I think Trump had 21 pressers. Obama had 25. Uh, w and Slick Willie had up in the 30s of press conferences. Biden has had seven press conferences since he became inaugurated in 2021, just a little over a year ago, right? So let's check him out right quick and have this little brain fart. But look, let's, let me ask a rhetorical question. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you had a rhetorical question. You just forgot about it. It's like, nah, I, I ain't gonna do that. I just, I just totally, I just totally forgot. One more time if you didn't see it. But look, let's let me ask a rhetorical question. No, I won't. Anyway. No, nah, just totally forgot about it. It just just totally forgot. Like he'll he'll start to say something, and in his mind, the gerbils are on the hamster wheel, right? They're they're, they're on the hamster wheel, they they're running around, they they're trying to access the thought, but then they say, you know what, no, nah, we ain't we ain't gonna run no more, we straight, and then 
that the, the brain just totally turns off. Okay, you're riding your 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 brand new Ford Bronco on the highway, and then all of a sudden, your transmission just totally locks up, falls out the bottom of your car, and you on the highway like, okay, what was going on? That's pretty much what happens to Joe Biden all the time. And then and then his team wants to come back and clean it up. The mainstream media, they'll come back, they'll clean it up, and they say, oh, that wasn't really a big deal, nothing to see here, all this, that, and the third. You guys are conspiracy theorists. You know, the, the whole situation. Okay, I got a few videos for you guys, but here's one I want to show you right now of uh, Saki Bomb talking about, um, what was talking about? The, the context of this particular clip I'm going to show you, if you've not seen my video, the particular context of this was they were talking about voting rights. Now, um, I don't, how, how are you going to have, how are you going to vote for voting rights? I don't understand how that makes any sense. How, how are you going to put voting rights on the ballot? You see what I'm saying? Like, how, how are you going to vote for voting rights if you don't have voting rights to vote? It's, it's just weird. When they say voting rights, what they mean is they want to have voting become more accessible to non-citizens. That's the bottom line, to non-citizens and to fraudulent people, to those that should not have the right to vote, meaning you uh, didn't register, you're dead, or you're not here as a citizen. They already have that in New York to a certain extent. I think New York City, they have it to where non-citizens can vote. Not illegal aliens, it's a difference. If you're a non-citizen, you could be here legally under a visa. Whatever the visa is or a green card or something like that, a legal permanent resident or temporary resident. You're not a citizen, so you shouldn't be able to vote, but you can vote in New York City. I believe it's California. You could vote over there if you're non-citizen. But I think the next step is to have illegal aliens vote and also to have those that should not be voting vote. And multiple people, multiple people voting, but one person voting for them, meaning, okay, you got 15 dead people and they all vote because one guy filled out all their ballots and sent them in. If there's no identification, if there's no checking, if they don't purge voter rolls, they want to have that type of stuff go on. So when they say voting rights, understand what that means. They want to make it, easier to cheat the system. What we want to have on our side is the the easier ability to vote, but harder to cheat. Okay. If I go to the poll with my ID, that's not difficult to do. We've been doing that for a long time. Okay. You got to have your ID in a variety of places. You got to have your ID to do a lot of things. Hold on. Before I get to Jen Psyche, I'm going to come back right here. You got to have your ID to do a lot. You got to have your ID to go um, to rent a car, to buy an M rated video game. You want to buy Call of Duty or something like that in the store and you're eight years old, you might get carded. You want to go uh, buy cigarettes, uh, what's that, uh, alcohol from the store, I, I need your ID. You want to travel, you want to go on the airplane, I need your ID. Matter of fact, I need your ID and some more stuff. If you want to go out of the country, you got to have a passport. If you want to leave the country, you know, you got a passport, ID, all types of stuff. Okay, so there is a lot of information required. And then the, the, the craziest thing about this whole voting rights issue, they say that requiring identification to vote is racist. However, the same people will say that it's okay to require Vex cards to go into a restaurant to eat food. So let me get this straight. To go to, um, I don't know, XYZ Burger, Fat Burger, New York City, whatever the restaurant is called, okay? Um, Floor Burger, Rat Burger, whatever they want to call it, right? Roach Burger. To go to that particular restaurant in New York City, you got to show uh, a VEX card 
and they want to try to approve it. Then they want to have it to where they got an app on your phone so they can scan it. I mean, the next step is they're going to put a chip right in your body. They've done that in certain parts of the world. They put a chip right in your forehead and it's, you know, they scan like a, a head of lettuce. Okay. Like you some produce in, in, in food city. Beep. Okay, cool. You good to go. You want to do all that for the vex, which does not help at all because you can still catch it and spread it just the same as somebody that's not vexed. But to go vote, it's nothing. You could just say, yeah, my name is Jacob, Jacob Hammer Schmidt. I'm ready to vote. Let me do it. It'd be like, all right, bet. You could be in there with a mask on, a full hijab, beekeeper outfit with the little mailbox slot right there, concealing your identity. Ah, it's all right. Go vote. But you want to, you know, come eat at Rat Burger in New York. I'm going to need your firstborn's name, birth certificate, passport, vax card, doctor's note, all of that. I need a note from Eric Adams from Joe Biden, from Cuomo, from whoever, Kathy Holtz, whoever her name is. I need all of that to go do that. But I digress. Let's get back to Saki and see what she says about the whole issue of them not being able to get certain things passed, voting rights and also build back better. And, and the anger that some Americans may feel because they're not able to get stuff done. So my advice to everyone out there who's frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, feel those emotions, Go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita, do whatever you need to do this weekend, and then wake up on Monday morning. We got to keep fighting. And what that means, Lindsay, is we have to keep talking to members about federal legislation. That's essential. That's something that can be permanent, that can make sure people's rights are protected. But we also need to uh, make sure people are educated in states across the country about what their rights are, uh, how they can vote, when they can vote. I mean, is this like secret information? Does people Do people not know how to vote? How hard is it? Go to the place where you're supposed to vote and vote. That's it's so simple. It's it's easy. And if you must do absentee, if you are legitimately gone, you're in the military, whatever the case may be, that's not a difficult process either. So why is she speaking this way? It's because she's speaking to those that are are the foot soldiers out there that really want to get certain things done from the Democratic Party. For no real reason, it won't really benefit them. I mean, if they get paid to do it, it'll benefit them. But if, you just, if you're a regular normie out there just trying to vote for this kind of stuff, it's not going to help you at all. If you are a regular normie on Twitter arguing with random people about voting rights, like it's a real thing, how is that going to help you at all? It's not going to help one bit. Maybe they don't really know that. Maybe they don't understand that. But that's just the reality of the situation. People like Saki and whatnot, they kind of prey on their ignorance, unfortunately how to request an absentee ballot. There's a lot we need to do on that front, and that's going to rely on the energy and the anger of those that activism as well. Energy and anger. So that sounds like kind of a call to arms, right? It, it reminds me of them trying to say, oh, well, them saying that, trying to say that um, uh, Black Lives Matter was doing a great job back in the Obama years. Okay, that's what that kind of reminds me of. And speaking of Barack Obama, I mean, who's the president right now? Is it is it Mr. B.H.O. or is it uh, Joe Biden? It, it feels like it's still your, your man, uh, B.H.O. That, that's who it feels like. Hold on. Matter of fact, I don't have that video. I think I do have that video. Give me one second. Let's, let's cue that up right quick. I, I got that, uh, that, that socket video. And... Matter of fact, here it is. Let's let's play it right here. Before I, I get rid of you. Uh, we got, you got a, what's the name? Joy Behar, is that her name? Yeah, Joy Behar. 
the view, I'm not really sure how they're still on television. I guess it's certain segment of the population that likes this show. I guess these are like the, 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 the liberal cat farmers that like this show. I don't really understand. I don't get it. One thing that I do say, one thing I will say about the view that's positive, I guess, is that they give me some good material to do some of my videos because they say some ridiculous things on this show. I mean, completely ridiculous, but I guess their particular audience likes it. But let's check it out right here. This is um, Jen Psaki on The View with Joy Behar. Before I, I get rid of you, which I'm enjoying you so much today, I really am. I'm enjoying you too. Thank you. Thanks for having me. But I, a little bird told me that you said you might be retiring, resigning the job this year. Say it isn't so. <laughs> is it true? I, you know, I, I don't know when I'm leaving. Uh, this is an honor and a privilege, and I love working for President Obama, President Biden, President Obama, President Obama, President Obama, President Biden. Every single day, I love spending. Is it true? Wait a minute. I, you know, I, I don't know when I'm leaving. Uh, this is an honor and a privilege, and I love working for President Obama, President Biden, President Obama, President Obama. President who? President Obama, President Biden. Like, who are you talking about here? Do you normally refer to the president as Obama? Because you know that your, your man, um, Biden, is not really, he's just kind of there, kind of a half-dead, empty suit. What's going on with you, uh, Jen Psaki? It's kind of confusing to me. I, if I do say so myself, it's, it's a little confusing. I'll, I'll definitely say that, but I can't really say I'm surprised. I don't think you guys are surprised either. That's, that's pretty much just how that goes. Um, Who's really pulling the strings? I know it's not Joe Biden. I know it's not Kamala Harris. They don't understand what's going on because they'll say things that have to get cleaned up later. Just like when Joe Biden said that when Russia are, are moving troops into Ukraine from Crimea, like on a Ukraine-Russia border, that's, it's a minor incursion. And then the president of Ukraine had to come out and say, well, wait a minute, ain't no such thing as a minor incursion. Okay, if you got troops coming into the country, that's it's, it is what it is. It's an act of aggression. All right. It'd be the same way if Mexico had their troops at our border coming into um, San Diego or El Paso. And we said, oh, it's a minor incursion. No big deal. It's like, no, nah, they got troops right there. and They're ready to go ahead and invade. So that ain't no minor incursion. He'll say things like that. And it's totally embarrassing. And the whole world is seeing it. It's, it's really kind of ridiculous. Now, my question to anybody is, how long is he going to last? I mean, I'm seeing polls. They're talking about he's like a 32%. Uh, well, there's a 32% um, approval as far as him running again. You see what I'm saying? So 32% of all Americans want to, run, want to run again. And there's less than 50% of Democrats that want to run again. They know he does not really belong there. He's not doing a good job. He's old as dirt. I was um, reading this thing on, it might have been Politico, where somebody said in the Democrat Party, like uh, a, a quote-unquote insider, he's old as sugar honey. You know what I mean? S, you know, the, the S word. He's old, can't get nothing done. So even the Democrats, even their own side, don't like him. They don't like Kamala Harris. Now, I'm not sure what they're going to do to replace him. Who are they going to put in there? They're going to put Bernie who got about two feet in the grave itself. Bernie's about 80 years old. I mean, you can't live forever. Anybody immortal. I'm just being real. I'm not wishing anything bad happened to him, but I mean, how old was John McCain? 81? You, you right there knocking on the door. 
the, the door is open and you pretty much in the waiting room, just waiting to go to the upper room. The elevator's coming down from the top floor and you're just waiting at that point. Now, I don't know if I want to put a guy in office for a four-year commitment that's in the waiting room of the upper room. That's not really a good idea. It's not very, it's not a very good investment, right? It's like, okay, if you had to buy a house, right? You got 500 grand to spend on the house. Would you buy, you had two choices. A, a brand new construction, a very stable, great company, great location. It's not prone to any kind of hurricanes, no tornadoes, no flooding, no nothing. It's all good. Everything checks out. It's beautifully made, right? Or B, uh, $500,000, the house is raggedy, about to fall down. It's in Tornado Alley. Um, it, was, it was earthquakes there. It had a fire. It's in a floodplain. Which one would you want? Regardless of what political party, political affiliation, I mean, come on. Anybody can see what's going on with this guy. But they don't really have anybody. They tried to, they tried, they tried to pull the identity card thing in 2020. Remember, they had Cory Booker, they had Kamala Harris, they had them out there trying to say, okay, these are the black candidates. That didn't work. They put Pete Buttigieg out there for the LGBT. That worked in Iowa, but it didn't work beyond that. We're not ready for a short president, keeping it all the way real, because most presidents are six foot tall. That's just a fact. I think Carter was the last sub six foot president we had. And you see how that turned out. Okay, I'm just saying I'm not trying to be vain or weird. I'm just saying that's just what we see. That's just what it is. Trump was like 6'3". Obama was like 6'1". Slick Willie was about 6'1", 6'2". Bush, um, that Daddy Bush is like 6'1". And W was also about the same height. So we're not ready for no miniature president or LGBT. That's just not really going to fly in America. Not yet. Okay, maybe in the future when everything's digital and whatnot, everybody's living in the, in, you know, the matrix pod. Maybe that'll work then, but not right now. But I'll move on. So who are they going to run, really? Our side is loaded. We still got Trump. He can run again and win. You got DeSantis if he wants to run and not be the Florida governor. We got all kind of guys that could run on our side and win. On their side, who are they going to put in there? Uh, they're going to put the, the, the spirit advisor to Oprah. Remember her? I forget her name, but you know what I'm talking about. Marjorie or something. I forget her name. Marianne Williamson. Okay. Love's going to win. All this there in the third. It ain't going to work. It's not going to work. Okay. I'm not 6'4". I'm 6'3". Close enough, though. I'm not, I'm not that tall. But I'm t- I'm, if you see me, I stand out. You know, I try, I try to be kind of like low and in the cut, but I can't. I, I can't. I just can't do it. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Zuckerberg is not going to be able to, he could finesse his way to the presidency. He could manipulate the election to become the president if he wanted to, but just in a natural organic election, Zuckerberg could not win that at all. Zero. He has zero charisma. He's like a robot. That ain't really going to get her done. Not at all. Trump has too much baggage. I mean, he does have baggage, but it's fine. It's, it's Gucci bags. <laughs> it's fine. He could still win. Keep it all the way real. He could still win. It'd be tougher to run Trump, obviously, because of what the media has done to him as far as labeling him as some kind of white supremacist or whatever. It'd be difficult, but he could still win. Okay. I, I wish that um, DeSantis could become the president. I wish he could just become president right now today, DeSantis. That, that'd that be my dream. If I could just have one wish, if I had a genie, it popped pop out of nowhere in a bottle, I rub, I rub the bottle, a genie pops out, I'd be like, all right, can we replace... Biden with DeSantis, 
and let him be the president for the next eight years, that, that'd be all I would need. That'd be perfect. But unfortunately, we live in reality. This ain't no fantasy. So he has three more years in office, Biden that is. And then at that point, we can deal with who's going to be the next president. But in this midterm, in the midterms, it's going to be a bloodbath. A, a, a serious, crazy shellacking is going to happen to the Democrats. That's why they are retiring and stepping down and not running because they know what's happening. They know what's going to be next. They already know what time it is. All right. So let me see. Uh, Trump DeSantis, twenty twenty four. That that could be a that could be a good ticket. I think I'm pretty much the same height as uh, Officer Tatum. We're like about the same height, right around that. I might be like a half inch taller, something like that. Like to see our height difference, you probably got to put it side by side and measure and stuff like that. We're pretty much the same size, about the same height. I would say. Who'll be the vice president with DeSantis? I'm not really sure. Um, the vice president with DeSantis, you could put pretty much anybody in there, man. It really wouldn't matter, honestly. And, and for real, for real, it doesn't really matter who you put in there to, be, to become the president. I would prefer DeSantis, but if not DeSantis or Trump, it doesn't really matter. As long as they are conservative, a little bit at least, that's all that really matters. All the other stuff it, it's not even really important because we know you're going to have our side in there. You could put a, a Democrat in there to be the vice president. You could put your man, um, what's his name, uh, Joe Manchin. You could put Chris Sinema in there to be the vice president. If you wanted to, you wouldn't have to, but you could at this point. You know, you, you really could. But I will go ahead and move on to my next topic here. And thank you all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you guys joined what you're hearing so far tonight, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Now, let's talk about... The CDC admitting what we've been saying for the past how many years? We've been saying it for the past two years. The CDC are now telling us that it's over. It's, it's a wrap, and it's been over. We've been saying that for the longest. We have already known that to be true. They're saying that natural immunity gives you more protection than the vax. And this came from a study back last year during the Delta outbreak. So they said the Delta outbreak was most severe. It was most deadly. All this there in the third. What is what they said. I'm not sure if that was true or not, but they said that was most severe, most dangerous, but natural immunity gives you the best protection rather than the Vex. Now the spin was funny. The spin was, well, if you get the shot and if you already had the virus, that's the best protection. You get most, you got the most antibodies like that, but it's like, what? If I get the vex, isn't the whole point to not get the bug? Isn't that the whole point? So why would I want to go out there and get the bug and then still get the vex? The initial, I guess you would say promise, or the initial hope was, if I get this vex, A, I won't get the bug, and B, I won't have to wear a mask anymore. That's, that, th those two things were, were clearly broken. Those two things clearly did not happen. If you catch, if, if you have the vaccine, you're going to catch the bug regardless. Okay. It, it gives you no protection at all. Wearing the mask, that does not work either. What we say from the beginning, we said that the mask is too porous to stop the virus from getting through. We said that two years ago. Now they want to say the same thing. Oh, it's too porous and it's not really enough fiber. You got to wear three and four and five. 
Fauci said it from the beginning. Fauci said from the very start that the mask will not protect you. It may block a droplet or two, but it will not be good protection. It won't. That's what he said from the beginning. Matter of fact, I'm going to try to find that clip right quick. He said it on TV. And then he came back the next day talking about some, oh, well, you still wear your mask. It's still a good thing to do. It's like, all right, man, like, please cut it out. Let's see if they have um, kept that up on the YouTubes. All right, let's let's see. Uh, I'm not sure if I see it here. Uh-oh, they might have taken it down. See, tricky YouTube. I have that somewhere, but I can't dig it up right now. But I'm going to keep looking for that at this moment. But Fauci says something completely different. Matter of fact, oh, here's, I think Newsmax may have it. Right now. Yeah, 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 there we go. Shout out to Newsmax. Big up, big up to... Uh, Newsmax for having this archived. Now, this is from 60 Minutes, March 8th, 2020. So, almost two years ago, he said this on TV. So, it's not just me making it up or nothing like that. This is Anthony Fauci, the so-called doctor, the so-called expert on masks about two years ago. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it, because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. So, I mean, what more is it to say? He said it right there. And then also in a longer version, he said you can get all kind of schmutz, all kind of little gunk in there, which of course you're going to have, especially with little kids. Kids wearing the mask is the dumbest thing in the world, the stupidest thing, because first of all, kids are not really going to be affected by the, the bug. Unless, unless you get a kid that's like 1,000 pounds, which at that point, if you are nine years old and you weigh 400 pounds, you have more health issues aside from the bug you got to worry about, right? If you weigh that much at that age, it's you have limited time left on earth. That's just being all the way real, okay? You, you weigh too much. Your body's not designed to be that big at that age. Your, your organs are being crushed. You're going to have diabetes ASAP. It's just not good at all. But if you're a regular, normal kid within a decent range of weight, I'm not saying you got to be, you know, an, an athlete at eight years old, but I'm saying a regular kid, you don't have anything to worry about. You don't need to wear a mask. It's not going to help you anyways. What's the point? And back to what I was saying about the schmutz. These kids are gross. Keeping all the way. I was a gross kid too because kids are like that, especially little boys. You putting your mask on the ground. You trading masks with other kids in the class. You doing a little bit of everything with that mask. That mask is totally filthy. Then they say, okay, now you guys are right two years ago when you said the mask wasn't going to work. You said it was like um, having a chain link fence keep out mosquitoes. You said it was like that two years ago. So now we agree with you. Now we got to say wear N95 masks, right? Then they say, okay, we're going to hand out 400 million of these N95 masks for free. But as I was saying in my previous video, even if you hand out 400 million masks, let's say you have 100 million people that want them. So 400 million into 1 million, how long is that going to last? That's four masks per person. How long is that going to last? Not even a week, a few days, maybe at the most. 
not very long at all. And so you got to change them like every two to three hours. Can you um can you wash those? Can you put them in the washing machine? Can you put a Tide Pod in there and get the the smuts out? Can you reuse that? No, nope, it's disposable. That's like trying to wash a paper, a paper cup. Put that in the washing machine and use that again. It's not going to work. So what are we even doing? Let's just move past it. How about how about this? The vax we now know is a therapeutic. It does not stop you from getting the bug. It does not stop the spread of the bug. You can still catch it. You can still have bad symptoms. All that it does allegedly is reduce your symptoms. So why can't I get things that also reduce my symptoms like HCQ, IVM, vitamin D, vitamin C, proper food, diet, exercise, not being 1,000 pounds, not being the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, not being the size of a big rig on the highway with no trailer on the end of it? Why can't I do things like that to improve my ability to survive in this whole situation? Why not? And I'm saying it openly now because I don't even really care. YouTube can't even come and say nothing to me because we've seen how the CDC and Anthony Fauci and Jen Psaki and Joe Biden have said different things at different times. They don't know what's going on. They're pretty much throwing whatever can at the wall and seeing if it sticks. Okay, mask. Okay, uh, vax. Uh, they don't know what they're doing. So, and, and as, I, as I said before, this is a lesson to anybody out there listening. Do not trust the government. Don't put your life in the government's hands because they don't really know what's going on for the most part. They're doing what they think is the best thing, but it's probably not good. This is the story all over the world when you have government that gets way too big. They do ridiculous, weird, and inefficient things because it's just it's just a system that they do. They're just doing the job. Government can't innovate. They can't be creative and find new ways to do with problems. They're not gonna do it's not, it's not what the government does. The government manages things that are already in place. They use things that we create, that we innovate on as private citizens, and they take taxpayer monies to, I guess, spread it out to a wider level. Prime example, governments, meaning local governments, they take care of some public utilities, the roads, my roads, and stuff like that. But it wasn't some guy in the government office like, you know what, okay, What's my job today? I'm going to invent asphalt. I'm going to invent traffic lights. I'm going to invent power lines. I'm going to invent the chalk or whatnot that paint that goes on the road. That's not government that does that. It's us that do these things. We can't rely upon them to take care of us. And when we do do that, they're not going to do a good job. They don't. Any government, in any country where the government takes over and they're in charge, they're the mom and the dad, people suffer. Because the government, they know how to extract resources. They know how to take your money and buy things with it. Uh, a prime example of this is kind of an extreme example, but a good example to illustrate it on a, a kind of an exaggerated level is the country formerly known as Swaziland, now known as Eswatini in Africa. It's surrounded by South Africa, right? That's why they walk around naked and stuff like that. But anyway, there's a king, a Swazi king. Now, the country is very poor. You're talking about, like, they're walking around, they have no clothes on, a lot of them. Some of them just kind of, like, modern, but a lot of them are, like, in the bush still. Now, the country is so poor that it's, I mean, the it's, it's like, it's third world, pretty much. But the king got plenty of money. The story y'all saw a few years ago was that the king has 15 wives. He has a palace, right? He has a palace, and 
there's 15 roads that go from his palace to each of the wives' houses. But ain't no other roads in the country for the most part. The only roads that really exist and get maintained for the most part are the roads that go from his palace to their houses, to his wives' houses. He has a whole fleet of cars and everything else. Now, there, there's some roads in the country, but nothing like what he has going to his wives' houses. The point that I'm making is government, those in charge, they know how to extract money from you. They know how to spend money on themselves to, you know, make, make themselves get nice things and have a nice life. But you, hey, man, you pretty much hand them off. Get whatever you can. Let them have margaritas. Let them eat cake. And speaking of margaritas, uh, you let it Jen Psyche, I don't know what she's going to do. How long is she going to be there and what's she going to do next? You, you saw that whole thing with the, the view and whatnot. Is she going to go to the view and be their next host? Is she going to go MS-13 DNC? What's going to happen? I don't know, but I'll move on. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see. Hey, you know what, Carson? You're, you're right about that. <laughs> 15 headaches, 100%. 1,000%. But then again, if you're in a third world country, it's like, what else are you going to do but be the, the, Swazi, the Swazi King's wife? You'd be on the street starving. Matter of fact, let me see if I can pull that story up. Um, I probably can't because I remember that was a um, kind of obscure video that I saw on YouTube speaking about that. And I don't want to show the nudity on here anyway because it's kind of, it's, it's a little weird over there. Hold on. Let me see. There's a headline I can read right here, but I'm not going to show the article. Uh, hold on. Matter of fact, here it is. This is uh, this is from news.com Australia. It says King Mswati III of Swaziland slammed for spending millions on cars as country suffers. He's a leader with one of the poorest nations on earth, but while population suffers, he spends millions on luxury cars for his wives. Okay, so the guys were of 200 million, but the majority of the population live below the poverty line. And, and the poverty line over there, you're talking about a dollar a day. So half of the population lives on a dollar a day in, in Swaziland, but he has cars and houses and everything else. Okay, so that's pretty much how he gets down. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. But that's government for you. So that's the moral of that story. Don't, don't just put all your faith and all your money and all your trust into the federal government local government or anything else. And if you're going to vote, the, the federal government, that's cool to vote for the president and whatnot. That's that's great to vote for, but also worry about your local elections because that matters. I say local matters more than the presidential in certain respects because local, that'd be how you live every day. While I live in Tennessee, we don't have mass mandates, ain't no vax mandates. You pretty much do what you want to do. You live like normal. But you live in California, you're in the penitentiary. You're in the open-air penitentiary in California. I don't know how you do it. If you're living in California, like L.A., San Fran, I don't understand how you do it. I, it couldn't be me, personally. Okay, I couldn't. The, the congestion, the traffic, the rudeness, the, the the restrictions, the cost. I saw a video today. They're talking about how expensive each state is as far as cost of living. Tennessee was like number the number four cheapest so yeah number four cheapest california was like number 50 cheapest so california most of the state in the, is the worst state in the country as far as cost of living in california but Tennessee number four 
I think number three, two, one, Mississippi, West Virginia, maybe Alabama. Yeah, pretty cool places to live. Not very expensive. Now you're going to have low cost. You're going to have low low paid jobs out there to a certain extent, but it's also not like California where you still have some low paid jobs, but also very high cost of living. But I move right along. Now, shout out to my main man, Matt Walsh, going on Dr. Phil and Wrecking Shop. This was fantastic. Shout out to Matt Walsh from Daily Wire. You guys follow him on his uh, Twitter page. Also go to dailywire.com, follow him there. But um, but but Matt Walsh killed it. Now, he was on, on, on Dr. Phil arguing or debating, I would say. He was debating, I guess you would say, two LGBTQ LMNOP activists. Now, I want to say they were trans activists, but at this point, I'm not sure what to call these people. They have all types of, how can I say? They all have like, they have these little titles that make that make no sense. One guy, his thing was, he was trans masculine. What does that mean? What does it mean to be trans masculine? I don't know. And the other guy looked like, I knock off Jesus. I'm not sure what was going on with him. He uh, appears to be trying to identify as a female, but he says he does not identify as a woman. So these guys, I have no idea what's going on. This is why I say I'm not really trying to play the game of your pronouns. You, people make all kind of pronouns. They got all kind of weird names for themselves. Zir, Zim, Zer. Um, I, and TikTok is the absolute worst place for this kind of stuff. Um, there was a guy that said his pronouns are it and they. It's like, all right, okay, it. But if I if I call you it, isn't that offensive? But I guess not if you call, be tell me to call you it. But if I don't know what to call you, if I if I call you the wrong thing, if I if I call you sir rather than it, you're offended. It's so weird. It's it's totally weird. But let's check out a little bit of this if you've not seen it already. Um Hold on. Let me see if I can get to the first one first. Yeah, a lot of his, a lot of his attention, 100%, because the one guy was on social media a lot, and I'm not going to show his his um, his um uh, social media pictures, but I'll put it to you this way. The, the guy is dressing really strange. That's all I can really tell you. I didn't really see anything like X-rated, but... At the same time, I could have done without what I saw. I, I could have actually not seen that. If I could just turn right the hands of time, I wouldn't see it myself personally. But let's get to the video. I don't want to belabor the point too long. All right, let's let's go right here. And this is the first one where he's talking about my pronouns. Um, Matt Walsh, that is. There should be no construct of gender, just sex. You're either male or female. Right. And someone feeling in a mental, emotional way that they don't identify with the sex that. This makes no sense. What are you saying, Dr. Phil? What are you saying? You're making no sense at all. You're just kind of stumbling through this. You know right now what you're saying makes no sense. If you know, then I can tell that you don't know. That they have been biologically created as and assigned at birth based on their genitalia if they don't feel that way that there's no construct that 
describes that, experiences that? Well, that's got nothing to do with the reality. So you can feel however you want. I mean, I could sit here and say that I feel like a tomato plant, but that doesn't mean that I actually am those things. So and you know what? Let's pause for a minute. This comment right here, Russell says, does it have a balloon? Hilarious. That is top comment of the year, sir. Shout out to you for that. But let's continue to see what Matt Walsh says. And what he said right there was right on point, talking about, well, I could feel like this way, like a tomato plant, but am I that way? Am I going to, if you, if you put me in the ground, am I going to grow? Am I going to sprout? If it rains, am I going to, you know what I mean? I think not. I'm a human being, not a tomato plant, period. So your, your self-perception, you can have whatever self-perception you want, but you can't expect me to take part in that self-perception or to take part in this kind of charade, this theatrical production. You don't get your own pronouns, just like you don't get your own prepositions or your own, your own adjectives. You know, it's like if I were to tell you, my adjectives are handsome and brilliant. And no matter, whenever you're talking about me, you have to describe me as handsome and brilliant because that's how I identify. It makes no sense. You don't get your own pronouns. These are, that's, that's, that's grammar, that's language. So this, this guy right here does not identify as female. I'm not sure what his actual pronouns are or what's happening. And you, and you know what? I think it's ultimately about attention. That's really what it is because maybe these guys have some kind of issues. They're not able to, um, they're not, they don't really stand out. They feel like they're kind of ordinary and they want to do something that's different or they can't really express themselves properly. Something's going on. So now it's like, okay, I got to be gender bending and I got to dress kind of differently and, I'm trying to get followers on Instagram. I'm trying to find my way and fit in somewhere. So I got to be like this. And then it kind of, it kind of just snowballs into what you see right here, which I'm not really sure what's going on. Is that a wig or is that his hair? Or like, is this what I don't, I don't, I don't really understand what's happening. So you think it's a delusion. Someone is self delusional. Yeah, I think it's, it's delusion. It could be a mental illness. It could be, a, it's, it's a lot of different things with, with children. Wow. You know, there's also just a basic confusion that all kids have. Like, that's why when you hear, when you, when you hear someone, a parent say, oh, my four-year-old uh, son came, came to me and said that uh, I'm a girl now, and so that's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise him as a girl. No, you're, you're a four-year-old. I have four kids. When a four-year-old boy comes to you and says, oh, I'm a girl, here's a good follow-up question. What is a girl? That's a great question. A four-year-old will say anything. They don't really understand what's going on. They, they're trying to figure out the world around them. They're four. This is why when I was on Jubilee, and if you guys saw that, shout out to you guys. But I flew to L.A., was that, two years ago now, right when the scandemic first popped, actually. I flew to L.A., and I recorded that over there. And I did not like L.A. It was cold, rainy, people were rude, it's crowded, too much going on. But anyway, uh, the, 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 the issue of Dwayne Wade's son came up, who now identifies as transgender, his son was 12 years old. Now, can you be 12 and identify as trans? Like, how does that really work? What do you know about being a woman as a boy at 12 years old or any age, really? What do you know about being a woman? How do you know that you want to make that kind of decision for yourself at that age? And if you're four years old, you don't know what you want to do. You don't know where your, your, your favorite toy is at, right? You can't, you can't find your favorite toy. It's lost. You, you, you don't lost your favorite toy. Your, your shoes, you can't tie your shoes properly yet. You, you're still trying to figure out how to count to 10 in, in, a, in a correct way. And you're coloring, you're doing flashcards with your mom. And the, you, you're eating graham crackers and whatnot. What do you know about being a girl at four years old? But you have adults out here who will put their children on hormone blockers at that age. 
Why? It's because they're abusing their kids. It's not even about the kids having some kind of say in their life. Because when I was four years old, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to be a Power Ranger, a Ninja Turtle, an X-Man. I wanted to fly. I definitely wanted to fly. But if I got on top of my balcony or whatever and was trying to jump, that's not really going to fly with my mom, right? I'm about to get slapped right quick because I can't do that because I can't fly. I'm a four-year-old boy. I'm not a bird or anything like that, okay? I'm going to fall hit the ground and bust my head clean up to the fat meat, but anyway, move on. Ask him what he means by that. What do you mean by girl? And when you, when you ask him that, here's what he'll tell you. He will tell you what he really means is that he, he wants to do some of the things that girls do, like play with mm-hmm. the dollhouse or, or, you know, he likes the color pink. That's fine. Play with the dollhouse. But you're still a boy. It's simple. Now, now the dollhouse thing, I don't know about that, but at the end of the day, you're still a boy. It doesn't matter what you want to do. You're, you're a boy. It's simple. You have XY chromosomes. That's just what you are. If you're a girl, you have XX chromosomes. There's deeper things beyond that, but that's the basis of it. XX or XY. You can't pick. You can't choose. It just is what it is. Nothing against anybody that has any kind of different feelings. That's your feelings, and that's okay. But as an adult, you can say that as an adult. But as a four-year-old, you can't, you can't say that as a four-year-old. Here's the next clip if you didn't see it yet. And again, go to Matt Walsh blog on Twitter at Matt Walsh blog to find these clips for yourself. So if you want to share them or whatnot, you could do that right there on this page. That's a question I would like to throw out to you know, other members of the panel, actually, because just like the four-year-old can't answer what is a girl. Well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. Exactly. So now here's here's his whole thing right here. Identifies as non-binary transmasculine. What does that mean? What is that? Like, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't understand what they're doing. It's just, it's just, if it's confusing to me, and I'm a pretty open-minded guy, meaning I'm not gonna do what they do, obviously. I'm I know who I am at this point. I'm a pretty old guy here. I'm not gonna do what they do. But I'm open to understanding. I'm open to listening. But what does that mean? He does not really know, in my humble opinion. What is being a woman? I don't know what's being a woman, but I'm 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 non-masculine. What is that? And you know what? Let's let's pause for a minute here. There are some guys that aren't necessarily super masculine, but they're not necessarily any kind of weird. How can I say there's there's no weird specification for these guys They're just not that masculine. And it's it's okay. It's okay to not necessarily be masculine as, you know, some kind of action hero in a comic book movie. You don't have to be that way. Okay, that's just your personality. That's just you. Whatever you are, that's fine. If you're very masculine, if you're not masculine, whatever it is, that's your that's your prerogative. Okay, I guarantee you with some lady out there that might like it. Look at look at Prince. Prince will go around with his whole hind parts out and on stage, twirling around in high heels, playing the guitar at five foot two. But people, the women still liked it for some reason. So I'm saying whatever you got going on, you can make it work. But to come up with these little, these little categories, put yourself in, I don't really understand how that makes any sense. Because it's not for me to say. I, womanhood looks different for everybody. What do, you, what do you define a woman as? An adult human female. And what does a female mean? Uh, well, that's how do you, how do you define a female? someone with, with female reproductive. But see, as soon as 
my man right here, as, as soon as he started asking these questions, I, I already knew what he was going. He was going to, to the whole thing about chromosomes and uh, your your uh, female organs. But for me, I would have just said XX chromosomes, period. And then from there, your experience throughout life from birth with XX chromosomes is simple because there's, there's more to it than just saying, oh, I feel this way or I think I am this way. Or I identify as this. There's a whole life of experiences. Same thing with the male XY chromosomes. You have a whole life of experience from being born with XY chromosomes. From from a from a baby on up. A whole experience, your whole life is predicated upon how you were born. Your whole life. It's not as simple as I feel this way. Now, you may have had a life that may have pushed you into more Feminine direction as a male, but you're still male, ultimately. And it's okay to be, if, you, if you're feminine, and that's, that's what you got going on, that's your business. But biology is not changing. Biology says, you know what, I don't care what you dress like or what you put, your, your, put on your face, your, your bones, all that kind of stuff is still, it's still, it's still male or it's still female. Female, man. Uh, well, that's how do you, how do you define a someone with, with female reproductive organs. Okay. Someone who's, you know, here's the thing. When you're, when you're a female, it goes right down to your bones, your DNA. So that's why if someone dies, okay. we could dig up their bones 100 years from now. We have no idea what they believed in their head, but we can tell what sex they were okay. because it's, in, it's down in, it's, it's in, ingrained in every fiber of their being. Interesting. So I'm trying to understand. Your definition is that a woman is someone who is female, you said, right? Correct. Gotcha. Is okay. a biological female. So what happens if we have maybe someone who is female? identifies as a woman, right? You know, cisgender woman, right? As you explained, as you just explained, but maybe doesn't have the ability to reproduce. See, ours are they coming, but see, it's not even, that's not even the point. That's not even the point. It's about your whole life of experience from birth being a woman biologically or a man biologically. Simple. Well, maybe doesn't have those organs that you're talking about well, that are well, reproductive organs. I have answered the question. You stood up here and said trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not but myself. But you used the word. So what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right. So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something. See what I'm saying? It's like, okay, somebody could say, ABO, hey, just play along, man. Call him a woman. But he said right there, I don't identify as a woman. I'm not sure what he identifies as. There's always these new kind of little pronouns and groups that come out. I don't know what you got going on. You know what I mean? I, I, I go to the old tried and true male and female. And you know what? You know what it is? It's a trend. I'm seeing it more and more every day. I, I go to just the, you know, be around the normies, and I'm seeing someone with the pink hair and blue hair for no reason. For no reason. If not for the fact that you see it on TikTok all the time, if you didn't see it in movies and whatnot all the time, then it wouldn't be like that. You know, these young kids out here, you know, these young boys, 17, 18, they go on dating apps and all the girls got LGBT, all kinds of stuff in their bios. It's like, what, what are you going to do with that? And why is it happening? It's because of the, the programming that's coming from the media and television and things of that nature. And also social media is a big part of it as well. Right. So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who- That describes Umbrella? What? People who identify as a woman. I identify as what? As a woman. What is that? 
was to each their own. Each woman, each man, each person is going to have a different relation with their own gender identity and define it differently. And so trans women are women too. Clapping it from the from the audience for for that cogent point. (laughs) I'm being sarcastic, but they're being dead serious with the clapping. And you want to hold on. You want to reduce. Listen, listen. You want to reduce. You want to reduce women. You want to reduce men down to maybe just their genetics, our genitals, our chromosomes. Right. That's what you're saying. What you want to do is what you what you want to do is appropriate women. You want to appropriate womanhood. Okay. And turn it into basically a costume that can be worn. Very very good. Now, um, after after this show, the guys that were on the stage with um, Matt Walsh, they said they had nightmares and they felt like they were blindsided by their producers, all kind of stuff. It's like, look, man, this is just life. You're going to have to have these hard conversations, all right? You may feel like it's triggering or whatever, but have the conversation. Don't, don't just say, oh, I had nightmares and I was blindsided. I ain't want to do it. No, have the conversation. Have the conversation. Have the talk. And let's get down to the bottom of it. If what I say makes sense, then I succeed. If what you say makes sense, then you succeed. And regardless of what, everybody was able to hear our side. They can hear my side. They can hear your side equally. Okay, that's just what it is. If what you say makes sense, then it makes sense and it resonate. But if it doesn't, then it won't. What happens now with the media is that you only see one side of it. It's usually just this LGBT just fest. You know, I don't I don't watch television really. I've not watched TV shows in years. I can't remember the last time I saw a TV show. Now I decided to watch Netflix because I had Netflix. I think I was watching something on Netflix. I forgot what it was. Um, might be one of these comedy specials I did a video on. So I had it for that purpose. And some anime, those were bizarre adventures, stuff like that. The anime is pretty cool. Like from Japan, not this United States stuff, but um, I had it, so I watched Umbrella Academy. I watched some of that, and it was cool, but then it had so much LGBT stuff in it. Back when I was watching TV when I was younger, like in my early 20s, or really like in my teenage years, it you didn't see stuff like that on TV. You, you didn't really see all this LGBT stuff. It, it wasn't so prevalent, but now kids that are coming up, they see it as normal because they see it all the time. But I never saw that really on TV back in the day. If, if you were seeing on TV back in the day, it'd be kind of like a taboo thing where somebody was gay and they had to come out and they were scared and stuff like that. But now it's like it's seen as normal. It's like everybody's gay on, on television. Nothing against anybody that's LGBT, but I think that to oversaturate it so much on television is damaging the people because that's just not reality. But they're making it reality by influencing people through programming. But I'm going to digress off that point, so I'll move right along. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Um, Now, speaking about things that are kind of weird, Patriot Front, have you seen these guys? Patriot Front, um, these guys, I get a lot of emails about these guys. Some guys say, you know, these guys are real they're legitimate, they're American patriots, all this, that, and the third. But I'm not really sure, because I'm not really sure what I'm seeing here. Um, now, these guys are apparently an American nationalist organization, according to what they say. But, I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so cringy. I'm not really sure what's going on. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see if I could just play the, the video I wanted to play right quick. 
apparently they had some data that got, that got leaked. I wonder how that happened. I wonder if there was any kind of federales watching them and leaked their data to the internet so people could see what they got going on. I don't know. But anyway, so some data got leaked and apparently there was what may be an older video that came out and you got to see it to see the cringe. If you've not seen it already, it's on my Instagram and also on my YouTube page as well, but let's check it out right here. These guys are Patriot Frank, apparently an American quote unquote nationalist group, but they're labeled as a hate group by the SPLC and other organizations. Let's check it out. Life, Liberty, victory. Life, Liberty, victory. Check it out. Damn, That's son, that take. might be a cut. <laughs> That's a yeah. good take right there. Seek fuck. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I can say that now that it's over. Mears. I want to have my finger. Life, liberty. So, um, I try to get around the cussing a little bit, but he got hit his hit, hit a little uh. See how at the end of that. So I guess this is like um, the 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 cutting room where this was meant to just be at the very beginning of it, the life, liberty, victory. All they want to do was to have that. And then at the end of it, they want to cut that part out. But so they had data that leaked. This part came out and you see the whole thing. Now, I'm not really convinced this is an actual group of real guys. Some of these guys could be legitimate. They could actually be so-called American nationalists. But I feel like any group like this, where you got guys and they're all white, and they're labeled as a hate group, whether they are or whether they're not, it doesn't even really matter. If they're labeled as a hate group and they're all white like that, the feds will be involved, period. That's just how it goes. Okay, that's just what it is. Like, all those guys could be real. They could, they could be legitimate guys, but the feds are going to be there. Same thing with the Proud Boys. A lot of the Proud Boys, I met them, they were legitimate. They were real guys. But the feds were there. We saw it. Enrique Tario, he was a federal informant. On, de- on paper, documented federal informant. And when January 6th happened, they knew he was in D.C. And they arrested him right there on the street before everything happened, like on January 5th. They got their asset out of there from what I can, from my, what I'm able to see because they knew that it might go left on January 6th and they don't want him to get hurt. That's what it seemed like to me because why did he get arrested? What was the, what was the charge Enrique Tario had? I don't know, but they got him that night. So they knew that the Proud Boys were there. They knew there could be some things that were going on. So why wasn't it enough security to make sure nothing went on? I mean, come on, what are we doing? They know what's happening. The feds, they always know what's going on. They always know, all the time. If those guys weren't feds, the feds are right nearby. 100%. Okay, and then also, here's something else. The story I told in my video that I... Um, did today. I've I've seen this happen before to guys. Like I know guys that have had the federal rallies watching them. As I was saying in my video today, and I said it before on this channel, but if you're new to the channel, it's a brand new story to you. So, you know, get your nice cup of hot chocolate and listen to me right quick for a minute. Um, a friend of mine, and I'm being vague here because I don't want to reveal too much. This is a real story. But a friend of mine back in VA, he was being watched by the federalists and he knew it because he had already been arrested and he was just out doing his thing. And they said, do not buy anything. Do not sell anything. We're watching you. Do not buy any major appliance or anything like that. Don't buy anything. 
but what he did was go and buy something big. And when he brought it to his place of business, the feds pulled up instantly, like men in black. They had the suits on, the earpieces, all of that. They hopped out, like three of them. Like, sir, what are you doing? We said don't buy anything. Now, the feds weren't in the store. The feds weren't right there at the business when he brought it in. But they came up there because they have all your, they can see what you're doing. How about your electronic records? They got your bank accounts. They got everything to link to you. So if you do anything, they're going to see it. And I was reading some of the stuff they had, they had on the um, on the guys, the Patriot Front guys. One thing I saw, I'm not sure if it was true or false. But one thing I saw was they were looking at guys' meme folder to see if they were legitimate and if they're really with them. Like on their phone, it's like, okay, open this phone up, unlock it, and look at his meme folder. And if he has some good memes in this folder, then he's on our side. I'm like, man, okay, the feds are going to be there. You guys might be legitimate, but you're probably not. And they were formed like three weeks after the Charlottesville riot in Virginia back in 2017. Three weeks after that, they split off from Vanguard America and then became Patriot Front. It's like, man, if you do something like that, the feds are going to be watching. That You know, when guys go to jail, they like, man, somebody told on me uh, I made a mistake. No, no, no. You did everything right. But the feds are watching. They can see you. Like, what are you doing? So anytime guys want to start to commit crime, they want to scam. Just like the whole thing with um, the Baltimore, Baltimore attorney. What's her name? Um, is it Marilyn Mosby? Now, what was she thinking? You're the Baltimore state's attorney. Your husband is the city council president. You're doing a virus scam for like $90,000. What, what she did was she claimed a COVID hardship to take money from a retirement account without penalty to put money down on some houses in Florida. She bought two houses worth about four fifty dollars each. So the total value was like $1 million, both of the houses. One of them was a condo. One of them was like a single family home in Florida. You did a virus scam for that. Why? You make a lot of money as the um, uh, Baltimore attorney. Like you make two fifty a year for the woman, Marilyn Mosby. Her husband, Nick, is an electrical engineer. He's no slouch. He's been a project lead for Verizon Wireless Projects. He's also the president of the city council. They make plenty of money. Why are you doing virus scams? For what? And the feds are going to be watching. And they said it from the beginning. It's like, look, if anyone does anything weird with the virus money, we're going to do an audit. If it, if, We're going to audit everything automatically. Automatically. So if you scam, you're going to go to the penitentiary. You're going to go. I've seen GoFundMe set up to try and pay back the virus money loans. Man, if you're doing if you're doing that, you're going to the penitentiary. You're trying to just lessen the time. You're, you're trying to get you're trying to plead with the judge. Please don't send me off. I got kids. Hey, man, you shouldn't be committing no crime. Don't do it. And I, I've heard guys. I've heard guys try to scam it, talking about, hey, man, I'm gonna start a business. I'm gonna get some of that virus money. It's like, no, you're gonna start a business and get some virus money, and then go to the penitentiary. Finish it out. It's a three step process. Start a business, get money, go to the go to the who's goo. Because you did not have that business before the virus hit. You were not adversely affected. You're just trying to get monies by claiming false financial records. You're going away, period. And they're hiring more IRS agents, like 87,000 more IRS agents. They're going to come through your 
um, your PayPal money, your Zelle cash app. They're going to come through all of that because if you make any kind of money on there beyond what 500 bucks, 600 bucks in a year, they're going to report your money to the federales. So you get a form at the end of the year. Well, at the beginning of the tax time, right around now, you get a form and it'll have all your financials on it. Everything about you will get sent to the feds. So if you don't report that, they're going to, they, they're going to audit you. Or it'll be a letter talking about you owe XYZ amount of money. You did not file all your money that you made from 2020, 2021. That's how it's going to go. Okay, that's just what it is. But you guys are the best audience anywhere on the internets. Thank you for being here yet again. If you enjoy what you're hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. So yeah, shout out to all the, the federales out there watching. You know, hopefully you guys enjoying the show. If any, you know, feds are watching this particular video and you know that I don't have any more guns. It was a tragic boating accident. All the, all the guns are gone. Kids are crying. The boat went up in flames. I have no idea where the guns are. They're totally gone right now. So I don't have any guns. Um, I don't promote violence. I always promote peace and love and positivity on my channel. So if you're watching feds, please enjoy. Don't go tell what I do over here to the federales and try to get me locked up. All right. But anyway, I'll move on. Uh, we got super chats on deck and then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Um, CDC topic. Did I already cover that or no? I already covered that earlier. Actually, who said that? I can't see your name, but I already covered the CDC topic. Basically, they said that um, it, it's pretty much over because they're admitting that the... Um, what I say, the having prior infection and developing antibodies that way is better than getting the vax. They said that from a report back in 2021 in December when the Delta variant was out. So if they're saying that getting the virus is better than the vax for Delta, it'd be the same thing for the Omarion, right? Because the Omarion is less, um, is, is less deadly. It's, it's more of a mild thing. You get you get mild symptoms from that. And the whole point of the VAX, speaking about that, the whole point of the VAX was to have mild symptoms. So the Marion has already mild symptoms. And if you get it, it's just like getting the VAX. So what's the point of getting the VAX? Then they said they're going to have another booster, so-called booster, out in March for the Omarion. Why have a new Omarion booster in March if what you have right now works? Does it work or does it not work? Obviously... It does not work like how they said it was from the very beginning. If you get the bug right now, you have the antibodies in you straight. And if you get the Omarion, it's pretty mild. I don't really hear about guys kicking the bucket from Omarion. Okay. That's just not what's going on. Unless you're elderly, maybe, or you're a thousand pounds. That's what it is. And everybody knows that. Okay. So trying to put kids in that same boat as regular normies, that's, that's like a thousand pounds. It, it's just kind of ridiculous. But anyway, I'll move right along. I got super chats on deck and then I will get to the calls. So y'all hang tight for the calls, please. But the number of the calls always in the description box below. I'll get to those in a few minutes. So y'all just hang tight. Let's go back to the start. What's the day? The 22nd. Huh. 122, 22. Look at that tongue twister there. Say that five times fast. All right. Where are we at here? Shout out to... Okay, shout out to Apple who says, ABL, great news. 
Troy Smock's Black Vet MAGA January 6th detainee released from DC Gulag. Check out his update on left side page of Give Send Go slash G27CR. Also, God bless all J6 MAGA patriots in DC solitary jail. Thank you to James Touche for the donation. I appreciate you for that, boss. Thank you to Apple again for a few who says, Dorky Virginal Incel Patriot Front. <laughs> Our feds, you see video um, Patriot Front running away in U-Hauls from Antifa in D.C. Patriot Front covered up license plates in Chicago pro-life rally. Also, Ray Epps, repent of your sins, tell the truth. Uh, also, he says, feds watching ABL right now, repent, uncover the lies. <laughs> uh, Monique Price says, yo, have you noticed how they're already talking about voter integrity in the face of the upcoming red wave in November? Exactly, you know, because it is expected. They know that it's going to be a red wave. So they're already trying to say it's foul. The Russians were involved and uh, they, they stole the election. But if we say there was anything funny that happened in 2020 with that election, oh, you can't say that. You guys are against democracy. You guys are tenfold hat wearers, all this, that, and the third. But when they say it, it's totally fine because it's against us because they don't want us to win. That's how that kind of works, Right. When, when Biden gets, what, 84 million votes, more than Barack Obama, more than any guy ever, when he gets that, nobody says, huh, that seems kind of weird. If you say that, then you're just, you're getting censored and blocked and everything, canceled and everything else. But Biden can go on TV and say something about the upcoming election, doubt not before it even happens. You have no evidence of anything. You just say that it might not be right because you're not able to get certain laws passed, Right. You're saying that already prematurely, and it's not really a big deal. It's not really a red flag. But anyway, uh, thank you to Ian Kenny, who says, I made a post on Gitter about Australia's authoritarianism. An Australian replied with an image of the chief minister of the Northern Ter- Territory looking like Adolf. Gitter deleted it. <laughs> I told you about these new apps, man. Like, I-, I told you about these apps. Like, they're not necessarily like some type of um, paradise Ultimately, you want to be on the biggest platforms. You want to be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, because if you're not there, what's going to happen is the left dominated conversation. They'll they'll take your place and whatever you want to say, they'll say instead. And they'll say it in their way. So if you want to talk about the, the president and the election, if you're not there to say it, they'll just say it and make their make their side look the best. You could be on alternative media. That's I'm not saying don't be there but also be on the mainstream, be on the main platforms where everybody can see you because you're able to get messages out better that way. And you also want to reach those who have not necessarily been, I guess, converted yet. If you're over on a place that is known for having more conservatives over there, more of a conservative echo chamber, you're not going to get those who are trying to convert. You won't get them. If I'm on the left, I'm a Democrat. Why would I go to get her for what? I'm going to stay right here on Twitter or on Facebook or on YouTube. And if I become red-pilled or whatever through the main platforms, I may go over there to see what's happening, but I got to be able to get to point A first. I got to be able to see what's happening and become aware of myself first before I start to go over there and see what's going on with that. And you got to do that every day. You know, I'm trying to convert new hearts and minds every single day, all day, forever. It's never-ending battle. 
it's not just okay, we won one battle, that's the end. No. You fighting battles every day, all day long. That's how it's gotta be. No fatigue. Keep on going. Um, also, let me get to some more here. Thank you to Tree Climber who says ABL fam. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you to Tom Young John the second for your donation. Thank you to Apple who says kickboxing away again in Margaritaville. Shout out to Jen Saki and Jimmy Buffett. ABL, you prefer margaritas or daiquiris? How about tequila moonshine? I don't drink, so you know I don't I don't touch the devil's juice. I don't drink at all. You know I ain't drank since I've been like a teenager, so I'm almost with no alcohol at all. That ain't really my wave. You know I'm high on life. I put it to you that way. You know what I mean, I don't even like to me. It's like you just get sleepy. I don't, I'm not I'm not the kind of guy that will drink and want to be happy. I, it's like you just kind of calm my mind down. So if my mind stops moving. I'm going to go to bed. So I'm not I'm not really with it. Um, Apple also says who's in charge. Susan Rice, Barack, Val Jarrett, all the above. Everybody not um, Joe Biden. Not at all. Thank you to Jay Parham for your donation. Thank you to Labrabulls who says two cops shot one day in Harlem. Obsolete media, silent. Very sad. Really unfortunate. Um, Apu also says, uh, ABL, you take Balky from Perfect Strangers at X-Pop from WWE, then mix in seven different genders and you get this guy. Comedy gold, ABL hilarious. Hey man, he had that kind of look, that kind of Greek type of beard, nose, you know what I mean? Look kind of like that, the, the guy that the, had the, the, the gender bender from Dr. Phil with Matt Walsh. She looked like that. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. All right. Also, thank you to Matthew who says, every time I see Jen Psaki, I remember a meme I saw in February last year showing her and McEnany side by side, highlighting the stark differences between them. Yep. Hey, I remember that, I remember that meme as well. Right on point. Um, let me see. Apple said, What's my favorite tree, my favorite flower, my favorite tree. I don't know. What are those ones that have the, um, the pine trees? I like pine trees. They, they're cool. <laughs> I guess I'm not, you know, I don't really go outside and be like, Hey, that's a, that's a, that's a great tree right there. Um, also when I go out West, I like, I like what I see like in the desert. Some of those trees, you know, those, those are cool trees. Uh, favorite flower. I don't know. I'm not necessarily a flower guy. All right. That's more for the young ladies, but, um, Anything that smells good, I put it to you that way. If the flower that the flower has no scent, I can't do nothing with it. Any flower that smells good. Also, uh, shout out to Novak Jokovic. Kicked out of um, Australia, Shane. He also says my work going all in for Black History Month, combining with anti-racism. Have you got any advice anywhere I can push back? Can I quote you? Um, you know, do what you want to do. You know what I like? I like what Kanye said recently. I read it on Instagram. He said he wants um, February to be Black Future Month rather than Black History. I like that. If you're going to have a Black Month, let it be about Black Future rather than Black History. I keep hearing about, you know, um, slaves getting beat up and all this bad stuff and roots, marathons, the the whole 45-hour roots special. The, The first one with LeVar Burton and a brand new one. I don't want to see the the sad and all that kind of stuff. I want to see what we're going to do in the future. I want to see the how, how we're going to advance forward. The history has been told and told and told and told. Okay, that's great, fantastic. Round of applause. Now, what what are we going to do next, though? What's going to be the What's going to be the next course of action? So, Black 
History, how about black future? That's better. Also, Ian Kenny says Tulsi Gabbard, but she's done with the Democrats. Uh, I don't know if I like Tulsi Gabbard. She's okay, though. She's, she's, she's okay. But to have her be a conservative running for office, is that what you mean? I'm not necessarily too sure about that. Um, also, Nick Taylor says, you already know I'm 6'5", 260. That wasn't a fraudulent slip by Saki. That was a cry for help. <laughs> Thank you to Labra Bulls who says, America needs a biting neck to me. We sure do. Thank you to Mike Zapullo who says, ABL's a man. Thank you for all the hard work keeping us all informed about the real, real news. No problem, man. Thank you for that. Thank you to Josh Frost who says, hey, ABL, can you explain what's the difference between, well, oh, pardon me, I read that wrong. The significance of Russia invading Ukraine and how concerned are you with this issue? God bless, man. Um, I'm not really concerned about Russia invading Ukraine because quite frankly, where they're going to go is Eastern Ukraine and they pretty much already are there. They already took Crimea, which is, which was Ukraine, but Crimea was historically Russian. If that makes any sense, like Ukraine was part of USSR, right? So it's not really a big deal. A lot of, a lot of Ukrainian, like put it to you this way. A lot of people from Moscow came from Kiev, Ukraine originally. So it's not really a big deal for them to go back to Ukraine. They, they're kind of just going backwards from where they came from. Okay, Moscow, it was it was nothing out there. They they intentionally went out that far to create Russia. But they came from Kiev, Ukraine mostly. So they're just going back home. Ain't no thing. Now, um, the, the the concern, I don't I don't see why it would be a concern. Why? I don't understand. I mean, I think it's more about just the, the whole Russia, Russia, Russia narrative, really, because they took you. They took uh, Crimea. What was the result of taking Crimea? Was it a big international um, a catastrophe? Was it a disaster? It won't be anything really when they take Ukraine, if they, if they do take Ukraine. And also, I think that um, Russia did not want Ukraine to become a member of NATO because NATO, the whole thing about NATO was they're designed to fight against Russia and their encroachment upon Europe. So if Ukraine became part of NATO, that's going to be a problem. So rather than them waiting on Ukraine to decide whether they want to be a NATO state, we'll just take the eastern part of Ukraine and have that be a buffer. So we get what we need as far as natural resources and the port and all that kind of stuff with Crimea. We got all that squared away. Y'all could take maybe even Kiev and have that part be part of Russia. I mean, part of part of Europe, if you want to be, be part of the um, be part of NATO, a NATO state. So that's pretty much what it is. Ain't, ain't gonna be no thing. Um. Also, Byron eighty eight ninety nine says, "What's your thought on American History X? Do you think the movie is reason people get brainwashed, thinking whites are racist or whatever?" I've not actually seen that movie before. I've I've heard about it. I've seen little clips and whatnot, but I've not actually seen the movie before, so I don't really know. Okay. Uh, hold on. You're so cool. 23 says ABL talk about how Russia has presented possibly stripping quote woke citizens of the citizenship. Wondering if Russia is all that bad. That's the thought. Russia is not that bad. Really? I mean, if you don't mind, really, if you don't mind being bitter cold, <laughs> if you don't mind being bitter cold like that and kind of living in substandard conditions, like Russia is not, it's not America. You can't necessarily have all your, creature comforts and whatnot of the United States, but it's not that bad. The media are making it be bad. 
Now, China, on the other hand, is a different animal. And China, if you're a tourist, it can be okay. But if you live there, it's a different story. <laughs> if you're living in, like, Tibet, for example, bad. If you're living in um, East Turkestan, a.k.a. Xinjiang province, bad. If you're a regular person working in one of these factories, building iPhones, stuff like that, bad. You're living in Beijing, trying to go to a hospital, you could, you could forget about it. You know, good luck finding a bar that's open in a hospital in a city of 30 million people. Um, also, Bugs Bunny says one in 150 men are direct descendants of Genghis Khan. He had a lot of kids. Yes, he did. He was spreading that seed everywhere. Uh, Jay Parham says we must maintain our freedom. U.S. Thank you to Seymour for becoming a member. Thank you to Julianne who says it's impossible biologically for your mind to even think you're trans. Your body doesn't know what it doesn't have. It's societal gender roles, quote, which they also must protest about. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's that's something else right there. And it that's it's it's a whole different issue aside from which you, you you can't feel one way internally. It's about external stuff. That's that's the main thing. Um, thank you to Silas who says, We should start saying, Hello, nice to meet you. I'm willing to use he, him, she, her, it, or it, or they, them pronouns. That's as much as I will indulge. And they gonna do all that. You know what? If I gotta meet somebody and they're talking about Here's my pronouns. Here's my trigger warnings. But like, you know what? Never mind. Have a good day. And ain't going to waste no time. You know, hopefully we don't have to go down that road in reality in the future where people start to say what their pronouns and triggers and whatnot are. It's like, look, I ain't trying to get to know you like that. I just want to say hello. Have a nice day and keep rocking. I ain't trying to know your whole life story and what your, what your grandma did to you when you were five years old. I don't care about that. Hello. Have a nice day. That's all. That's all you got to say. Simple. Um, Labra Bull says, Abia, what's your take on Letitia James's ongoing inquisition against Trump and family in light of her latest claims of fraud and overhauling, uh, overvaluing assets? Doesn't this lady have real crimes to investigate in New York? That's a really good question. It's weird. And I feel like it's unnecessary at this point because he's not in office anymore. See, the, the reason why he was being investigated so much and there was so much attention on him when he was in office is because they wanted to get him out one way or another. So they felt like if they kept investigating them, bringing them up on, not necessarily charges, but if they kept lobbying things in this direction, it'd be enough to get him out of office. It didn't work, obviously. So she's still, like, stuck in 2020. It's 2022, ma'am. Get a life. You do have more crimes to prosecute in New York City, especially. So what are you doing? Get a life. Do something else. Thank you to Silas who says, if feds must waste our money on corruption, don't suck. <laughs> Thank you to Laura who says, this scamdemic has become the pandemic of laziness and opportunism. It's a go-to excuse to not show up for work like my dog ate my homework. Very good. Very, very good. That's really a problem too. People not coming to work, uh, short staffing, understaffing. It's a problem. And as long as that happens, you're going to have more and more inflation because Companies get more desperate to hire people. They, they keep raising the money. Okay, you don't want to work for uh, $15 an hour? Okay, how about 16 17 18 20 So when they raise a price like that, we got to pay more to pay for the price increase. I've been saying that for years. I've been saying if they just artificially raise wages like that, you're going to have higher cost of goods and services. It's a common sense type of thing. That's why I was against raising the minimum wage because I knew that 
that it, it caused inflation. And here we are. Jobs have naturally adjusted to $15 an hour beyond what the minimum wage says. Like in Tennessee, I think it's still $7.25 an hour for federal minimum wage. But jobs are paying $15 an hour minimum because they have to. But as a result, you have more inflation. Not only that, but everything is going on. The, the money printing, people not wanting to come to work, short staffing, understaffing, it's causing inflation. All of it's causing inflation. The, the lack of supply chain, um, lack of materials. It, it's so many things that all work together that are not working properly, that cost more money to operate. It's causing inflation. And people that just work every day, come home, take care of the kids, they're suffering. As a result, as I said, they would years ago when you raise up wages and raise the cost of stuff. That's what happens. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Let me go back to what I was looking at here. Thank you to the anti-view. Says hit the like for ABL, best on the internet. Thank you for that. Hit the like button for me. Ricky Ray says, greet will imprison us all. The anti-view says, a woman is a woman unless it's an M&M. Then it's, it's unacceptable. There you go. <laughs> Thank you to Christy725 who says, Hi, APL. I'm curious. Do you think Biden will send the troops he pulled out of Afghanistan to Ukraine? No, not at all. No, no, because we don't have any interest in Ukraine. The only thing about Ukraine we're concerned about is how it looks from a, a geopolitical standpoint, not about us having any interest. So, like, in... In Afghanistan, we have things over there, okay? We got Air Force bases. Uh, we have the, the the poppy over there is oil and whatnot that can come through Afghanistan. We have um, valuable assets over there. But Ukraine, we don't have anything over there, okay? Because if they took Crimea without any resistance, they could, they could take the entire Ukraine. We won't care. They could take all the Baltic states and everything. We're not, we're not going to do anything to, to stop that, you know? The most we would do would send them aid to protect themselves. We're not going to send troops. I don't think so. And that's in Ukraine. Now, if they were to go to Iraq or something like that, it'd be different, but not Ukraine. Um, Ian Kenny says, Kim Iverson from The Hill did a report on the Great Reset, then went into Glenn Beck and discussing with him. Have you read the book yet? Thoughts? I've not read that yet. And I did see that Kim Iverson did that report. I'm going to check that out, though. So shout out to her. Thank you to KKC who says the booster shots were baked in the cake from the start. What all of the extra spots for the boosters on the CDC cards? Exactly. You know, because it's all about just trying to maximize their dollar, trying to get the most bang for their buck. That's it. Uh, Pete Sangria says, have a Pete Sangria on me. Stop being angry. <laughs> Thank you to Michael Guess who says, hi, FBI. You gentlemen, don't allow your agents to engage in um, tubing behavior during breaks. Okay. Thank you to Christopher McAllister who said, thank you for red pilling me at 17. Okay, glad to hear that. I was forced into politics after 2016, had a lot of questions. Why? And I thank for helping. Thank you for helping me. I'm 22 now and value and appreciate being an American citizen. I'm glad to hear that, man. I'm glad I'm glad I'm able to be here to give you that red pill, man. And I want to see more guys like you, you know, that that are thinking one way, but are just misguided. And they can see a guy like me and change. So thank you for that, man. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. All right. Michael, I'm, I'm not reading you. I'm not reading super chats, Michael, because you've got too much weird stuff going on. Um, but thank you for your super chats. I appreciate you. And thank you to Sonia for your super chats. I appreciate you as well. But 
that it be for the Supers. Time for the call. So the number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. We're booting up Skype. If it don't work right, it's not my fault. Please blame the white man. It's not my responsibility to make Skype work right. But anyway, there's also an email in the description box. So if you want to be right here in the bottom left-hand corner, you can talking about things that are politically related somewhat. Not nothing weird. Not nothing really crazy. Let's get to it. All right. Can we answer the phone? That'd be great. Oh, hold on. Can you hey, hear me? Hey, ABL. Yes. What's up, my brother from another mother? Hey, too much, man. What's going on? Oh, love and life. Uh, high on life like you are. There you uh, go. F&A Ranger Xbox. What's happening, man? But uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, I was actually in Russia in 2017 for three months in Siberia. My company's not... My company sent me this. Wow, Siberia. Siberia. Sorry, like, I now, I can't, now, I can't say that without laughing. How how cold? I was there for how, three months. How cold was it in Siberia? Oh my God, I was there in springtime and went snow skiing at Sable Mountain. That's right off the eastern shore of uh, Lake Bacall. Mm. Uh, have you ever played with dry ice? Yes. Okay. Uh, next time you get a chunk of dry ice. Put it to where your the hairs on your arm are just barely touching that dry ice. That's what it felt like. <laughs> wow. It's the first place in the world. I'm sorry for talking over you. No, you're good. I was just it's, saying, wow. It's the first place in the world when it was 60 degrees out. Everybody's wearing winter coats. And I found out why. Because there's no mountain ranges to block the Arctic blast that come through. They got all their little uh, toddlers dressed like little baby Michelin man's <laughs> running <laughs> everywhere. It's hilarious. hilarious. But, uh, oh my God, it's the only place in the world where it was 60 degrees out. I saw, I saw the ice melting in the sunlight, run downhill into the shade and start freezing. Wow. It was, wow. It was oh my God, it was weird. And when you got in the shade, it was like a 40 degree difference. It, it was weird. That's crazy. But the Russians are, are wonderful people. They really are. They're very hospitable. They have some weird rules, but if you sit and think about it for a while, it, do, it makes perfect sense. Like, they don't talk in a doorway. You either come in or they come out into the street. And uh, when I first heard that, I thought, man, that's weird. And I got thinking about it. And now I was, later on, I was in Moscow, and it snowed. Got a big dump of snow. And then I saw the snow falling off the buildings, and I'm like, ah. Right. <laughs> That's why they don't talk in doorways. <laughs> but uh, 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 the thing with Russians is they don't want to be invaded. And when they see Ukraine, what they used to consider a buffer country, and they see them joining NATO, they see Europe as rigging up another invasion because they've been invaded by the British on the south, the, the French, uh, the Germans. They've been invaded by the uh, Ottoman Empire from the south. They just don't want to be invaded. Now, they've got a good rope-a-dope. They, 
they they jab and back up, jab and back up, jab and back up till you're a thousand miles into Russia. Then they wait for old uh, General Winter to come along. Then they slap the bejesus out of you. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I was actually the first flight test mechanic on the MC twenty one three hundred airliner. Oh wow! And they. Yeah, they didn't want me in their factory there because they built the Su-30 fighter, and I'm an American military veteran. And I'm pretty sure I gave the colonel there in charge of security a brain aneurysm, you know, during my security interview because <laughs> he never wanted to talk to me again. He said it was too taxing. <laughs> <laughs> I twisted it. He's trying to intimidate me with his goons there, and I twisted it all around. <laughs> I'll give that man a Guns up. He's talking about espionage and everything. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this so-and-so's keeping me from drinking my coffee. I've been, you know, I'm suffering from jet lag, 18-hour flight, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just not in the mood for this. So he starts talking about espionage. And I looked at him. I said, look, I'm pretty sure the gulag's only about seven, 800 miles down the dirt road. But I started tapping on his table or his desk with my finger. I said, now let's get one thing straight right now. I ain't taking no pay cut to work for the CIA. Do you hear me? Do you understand <laughs> what I'm telling you? <laughs> and he's just looking at me. I said, you don't understand. My wife's Filipino. She ain't going to understand that. She's going to want to know where money's at. <laughs> and, and, and then I realized how I could get him because now I had him on the pole. So I'm going to set the hook. I said, besides. I'm pretty sure if the United States Air Force wants to see your Sioux fighter, they just buy one. <laughs> oh, wow. my God. He went off. <laughs> we would never sell the United States Air Force one of our fighters. I'm like, now. so now I'm playing Southern Dumb, you know. You know, when Yankees come down and they start, you know, talking down to you, you just out-dumb them. Yeah, uh, so I'm like, really? Huh. I could have swore the United States Air Force bought 18, 19, 20, MiG-29, MiG-30 fighters, didn't they? And I had him then because the country of Madova had purchased 20 or was given 20 brand new fighters from Russia, MiG-29, state of the art. They figured out they couldn't afford to maintain them. So they were going to sell them to Iran. And the United States Air Force came in, in the middle of the night and bought them out from under them. And he didn't know that I knew that, but. He never wanted to talk to me again. But, uh, yeah, later on that year, they made me the first flight test uh, mechanic in uh, Moscow. So I did three months in Siberia and three months in Moscow. And I've been through China four times. And I was in China October 8th of 2019 with my family, my two kids. And it was like going through Nazi Germany. I knew something was up because I'd never seen the Beijing airport have four times the amount of military security than what they had passengers and yeah. they were looking for information. I bet it was crazy. Every... I bet it was crazy, but I got, like, it, it, I got, I got, I got no time. I got, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying. You know, <laughs> I got to go. I, I, I don't want to hold anybody else up. You got a lot of great callers. I like listening to. Thank you for the call, man. Hey, Definitely Bill, appreciate God it. Bless. All right. Now you take care. Take care. Bye. All right, man. Shout out to my man, FNM Ranger Xbox for the call. Let's get to some more here. The phone lines are blowing up. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's go to 701. You know, line. I'm speaking to. My anti-view, how are you doing today, ABL? I'm well about yourself. 
I'm doing well. We just got back from Florida and it was way warmer than Minnesota. Um, oh, I definitely. tell you, you can see how people vote by when you're driving from Minnesota to Florida. <laughs> you can see the votes in the garbage, in the ditches. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> like, Illinois is disgusting. And Georgia was surprisingly gross, too. Like, there's, I went on your interstate. And there is a lot more garbage on the Georgia side than there is on Tennessee. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but um, I don't know. I, I did. I didn't really notice. Like, did you go down um, seventy-five? Yes. Yeah, like I guess if you get towards Atlanta, it's 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 a lot different. But like, if you up like northern part of Georgia, it's okay. But Atlanta is a whole different animal. That's 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 not even really. It doesn't, it doesn't really count to me. It's like a whole different world. It's like a little enclave. Oh, yeah. It's like Minneapolis. Like Minneapolis is how Minnesota is deemed voting. But as soon as you leave the metro, everything's red. As soon as you get to the cities, it's uh, we call it the cities <laughs> <laughs> country, you know, but you get to the cities and it's garbage everywhere. And I I could see that. But it was in the country in Illinois, too, which was surprising to me because out here you don't have that, even though we're a blue state quote unquote. Uh. Um, so I thought it, I wanted to call in actually to chat, not about garbage, hmm. about um, how they are, I don't want to say stereotyping, but how they are deeming COVID deaths. You know, so meatloaf is a COVID death, but Larry King wasn't, although he had COVID before he died. That's weird. And Betty White is not a death related to the vaccine, yet she was vaccinated and died within six months of a vaccine. It's weird how that works. Anderson. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was saying it's it's weird how that works, ain't it? Well, yeah. Like I've told you about how we were forced to take the person back and yada, yada. Well, we ended up, one of our ladies ended up passing, um, which no matter what you believe or regardless of what you believe, I should say, um, she's in a better place. She was, you know, in her nineties and she was on hospice prior to COVID and she had renal failure and a whole bunch of different types of failures. So she didn't die of COVID. She was asymptomatic and she happened to test positive because the state forced somebody into our um, home without us being able to say, no, they made it state law. So she is going to go on our books as a COVID death. Mm. at 98 but yet betty white who had a stroke which is a blood clot is not considered a vaccine death or louis anderson who just got boosted they're not reporting that he got boosted a couple weeks ago because he knew he was going to be doing his cancer treatment Mm. they're not talking about that but let's talk about how meatloaf was against vaccines and how he was, you know, for Trump and told Trump he would meet him on the, you know, out on the highway to help him become president again. So I just wanted to put that little bird in everybody's ear. You know, they forced me to report my 98 year old woman as a vac- as a covid death, but not not the vaccines. So I hope you have a great night and I hope you get all sober callers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yep. Bye. That's a really good point because Louis Anderson, 
he had some issues and Betty White had a stroke. So, but they, they don't want to talk about, they, they talk about virus deaths only when it benefits them. And they refuse to talk about virus, I mean, vax injuries, because vax injuries do happen. Regardless, it could be the, the quote unquote safest vax ever. Vax injuries still do happen, but you can't talk about that because that goes against the narrative. That's that's not what we want to do right now, I suppose. Archery, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, bro? That um, Matt Walsh appearance on Dr. Phil was legendary, bro. Yes. Yeah, because the problem is we don't ever get a chance to even have a debate like that in the American public forums. Because what, you know, liberals mostly control all the media outlets. Um, and it seems like, it's sad to say, but it seems like our CIA and FBI and our intelligence service are kind of left-wing focused, too. So it just seems like the narrative, if the narrative is transgenders, trans women are, are, are biological women, that's, that's what it seems like. You can't really debate that. Like, if you say something against that, then, then, then uh, you are seen as a bigot. So, um, yeah, Matt Walsh getting on there and and telling one of those transgenders that you want to create a world where uh, where basically a woman is someone who puts on a costume. <laughs> yo, that was like a hundred percent factual. That like, like, bro, because like, man, I just the whole argument that I feel somewhere. There, there, therefore, the way I feel. You are forced to treat me that way. It's just bogus and BS, you know? And, you know, the thing about this, too, bro, when it comes to the transgender argument, I, don't know, I think I think it's a way for the LGBT community, which I have, you know, if you want to live that lifestyle, I, I don't care. But I feel like it's a way to stay relevant because you got to think about it. Like, they're, they're getting married, you know, they're able to buy homes together. They are pretty much adopting children. They are doing everything that heterosexuals are doing. So to me, the whole LGBT dis- discrimination, well, well, let's, let's put it with lesbians and gays, that's over. So it, it just seems like when the transgender thing comes along, it, it's almost as if we need this so we can still be relevant, we can still be victims. Even though we are the ones whining on Twitter, getting people fired, even though we are the ones controlling your language and forcing you to do whatever or, or, or think whatever ideology we want you to think and we're going to force it on your kids and the heck with what you think we are still victims of you so th- that's what I think the whole transgender thing is it, it's just to keep these people in the spotlight so they can act like victims while beating us over the head with the, with the ideology like what, what do you think about that that's a hundred percent on point. And you know, it's like a form of, they're also trying to indoctrinate children because nowadays, like I walk around at some of these stores, you're seeing more and more of these kids, they, they kind of confused about what kind of gender they are. They, they, they're dressing kind of like the way they see some of these LGBT people dress because that's kind of like who they look up to is they see that a lot on television, TikTok, and whatnot. It's, it's a form of indoctrination in my opinion. And, 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 and it's almost like they're saying, to heck with your children. Yeah. To heck what you feel as a parent. You know, Matt Walsh said it right. It's it, it's how I feel as a transgender. That matters more. So who cares if a trans woman walks into a girl's bathroom and wakes a girl? It, it doesn't matter. Deal with it, women, because we feel marginalized. 
and we want to and we want to go to your bathrooms, we want to go to your showers, and to heck with your feelings. And I wish you know when it comes to that issue, especially women have to stand up too as well. I mean, because like if women are quiet. And the only women you see talking about are these feminist, far-left, lesbian women. Who, and, and like I said, I have no reason, no, nothing against your lifestyle. But if the only women we hear talking about it and it's, and it's pro that, then it kind of sets the stage where all women are agreeing with it and, you know, green-line that behavior. So that's all I want to say about that. And just another thing I want to ask you, man, when you look at these newspaper outlets like the New York Times, and the Washington Post. Do you see these as credible news outlets or like agents of the Democratic Party news outlets? It's a mix of both because sometimes you're able to find things <laughs> on there that make sense because at a certain point they can't do too much lying because it, it get into some legal problems. But at the same time, they present things in a certain way that benefit the Democratic Party. Like they could tell you a story and spin it to where it appears to be a different story to help their side of the aisle and they won't cover things that make them look bad. They just totally ignore it. Yeah. I, I say that because should Republicans and, I, and, I, and I'm talking about the mainstream Republicans who see on TV who are in the Congress, I feel like the, the New York times and the Washington post and, and these liberals, they don't care about them. They want them to lose. If like Antifa came and slapped their wives in the face, they wouldn't even report it. But had this been like a Trump supporter came and, 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 and slapped some Democratic member's wife in the face, it's going to be plastered all around the media. I say that because I feel like the Republicans should not be trying to bend to a liberal will, curry favor, or get some positive articles written about them in the New York Times. Because the New York Times don't care about them. The, the New York Times even said they are going to abandon their standards just to get rid of Donald Trump. And it just... To me, it frustrates me when I see Republicans quoting the New York Times, making this paper still seem relevant when it has an ideological bent against them. You know, if, if anything, what the Republicans should do is say, stop, stop quoting it. Let the American people know that 90 percent of our news, news media is just an ideological platform for the Democrats. They, they aren't they aren't level headed. They're not reporting in the best interest of the American people siding with the worker. No, they are siding with big interests. And then, like, say, like, quote something that you said or something. You no, know, like, you two people are, like, independent and raise that. And if they wrote, and this is the last time I was saying, I'm going to get off. If they're charismatic like Donald Trump and they run for president and they have a large following, they should not prop up YouTube. Facebook or Twitter, they need to start propping up like Rumble or something like that, Getter, Gab, any alternative media said, if you want to follow me, follow me on these platforms because I am not going to be controlled by these liberal outlets. They are going to end up banning me. You do that, you create an alternative against YouTube and it's over, man. Free speech wins in. That's all I got to say, bro. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. I right, Take care. <laughs> Alright, great call. Great call. Got a few more calls like of course. Let's get to this, uh, this next one here. 775, you don't know who I'm speaking to. Yeah, man, how's it going? It's all good, man. How about yourself? Pretty good. Hey, you know, I just wanted to tell you about international travel regarding COVID and how crazy it is. So, just a quick story. My parents decided to go to Dubai because my mom retired uh, last December. 
um, you have to test negative with a real-time PCR test. That thing costs about $200, $300. So you take the test. It turns out both my parents were positive, but they have no symptoms. So they got to take a test again, spend another 300 It's negative. They get to Dubai. Now my father, he needs to come back to the States because he, he works. Um, he tested positive again no symptoms so he had to pay another 300 to take this pcr test so you know it's pretty crazy how much money they're stacking with these these testing to just do international travel it's like a scheme 100 percent. it's all a scheme like it's all kind of little fees and whatnot you got to pay just to it is tack on it's just like baggage fees it's the same thing but they can just make more money off of this because i mean the test is like what two three hundred bucks but mm-hmm. what's the what's the profit margin? It's probably a really big profit margin, and they do that a lot. It's it's a it's a revenue stream, really, because they know people will pay it. They have no choice. They they're forcing you to just put more money in their pocket for no real reason. Yeah, and the, and the crazy part is, um, with with Dubai, I don't know if it's anywhere else. You have to have it within seventy two hours, so you're basically forced to take the RT PCR because the other tests. It's, it's a gamble. You can get your results in five days a week. The RT apparently gives you it in two hours. And you do it yourself. They don't do it for you. So I, I was just confused because when my dad tested positive twice, no symptoms at all. I mean, how reliable are these tests? You know, I mean, he's pretty pissed right now, which makes sense. You know, he's stuck in Dubai. He's, he's trying to leave tomorrow. So now he's pretty, he's pretty screwed right now. And he, he's just spending money and money just to get the just to get the positive results. Not that he's scared of the COVID or anything. He just needs the positive or not the positive, the negative, excuse me, to come back to the States. Insane. He spent like over shoot, like two grand now just for <laughs> these tests. And then and then also if he's in if he's in Dubai, you gotta pay more to stay wherever you're staying. He's in mm-hmm. a hotel or something like that. So now you gotta pay more for staying over there and if you're eating food or whatever. That's all money being spent. It's 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 a it's a racket. It's a scam, in my opinion. Oh yeah, and he was also telling me the people, the airports in Dubai, you know, they're they're not trying to help him out. You know, they're very neglectful, like trying to help my father out. And you know, it's pretty unfortunate. I mean, I'm praying that he comes back tomorrow, but you know, it's insane. Yeah, it's rough. But you know, good show. Nice to hear from you. Have a good one. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right, bye. Yeah, man. Like me personally, I'm not doing any international travel. Like, if if you got to have all these hoops to jump through, you got to have a test and you got to have the vax. I'm I'm cool. I'll go right in the USA. There's plenty of spots right here in the in the United States I can be at and and be totally fine. You know, I travel all, all over the country, but if I got to go to a place where they have all this extra stuff. I can't even leave. I can't even go back to my house. I'm straight. If I'm being held high states, if it's like North Korea, I can't even leave. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to get back to my crib, period. Let's get to the next one here. 661, you know, line. who am I speaking to? 661, hello. Hello, uh, this is Richard. I'll try to get through to uh, Brian Logan. Is that is this where I'm calling? You're live on the show right now. And before we start... Please turn the stream off in the background. 
Oh, okay. Can you turn off that stream, Nicholas? Turn that off. Yeah, this is Richard out in California. I just uh, try to get your take on this uh, new. Uh, am I live right now? You live right now. Okay, trying to get your take on this uh, new uh, Amicron uh, variant or vi- whatever they call that, the errant. You know, uh, I'm I'm looking at this this way because when the first when the when the first the virus first hit, they said that if everybody got well, at least Biden was saying this that if everybody got the the vaccine, we would be able to handle this. It would it would it would stop it. Now all of a sudden they got the Delta one, and it came out. And when that that came out. I don't think it was being as effective as it, it could be or as it was supposed to be with, with the original one. Now we've got this Amicron, and I'm trying to go to the stores, and, and I see in the stores they're saying, even if you're fully vaccinated, wear a mask, even if you're fully vaccinated. So I want to get your take on this. Do, do you really think, are they showing a sign that the vaccine is even working on this Amicron thing, or what, what, what's your take on that? Well, they, they know it's not working because of a couple of things. The first thing is that they came out, well, it's a few things. They've said that the masks don't work. The the cloth masks they say they don't work. We've, we've known that for a long time, that the masks don't work because they're too porous and not going to stop anything. So they're, they're saying that now in public when just one year ago or two months ago, that was a conspiracy theory, but now it's a fact from the CDC. And then the CEO of Pfizer says that there's going to be an Omicron booster in March. Well, what's the point in having an Omicron booster if the current shots work? You got the, the the regular vaccines plus the booster. If those work now, why well, create another one just for Amiron, Amarion or whatever? It's because what, they, what they're doing mm-hmm. right now is not working. It's spreading everywhere. You have an all-time high number of uh, positive cases. So at a certain point, they're going to just reduce, re- reduce all these restrictions and go back to normal. It's going to be an eventual thing. Uh, UK's already starting to do it, and we'll do it here eventually because – People gonna people gonna just say, you know what, we gotta live with it. It's not going to go anywhere. Let's just learn to live with it. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean I've already had the the I don't know which one I had, but I had some COVID. We went we just wrote it all out. And I was told that the the, the natural uh, defenses I have are better than any kind of vaccine that, that they have out there. So I mean I think we're just gonna have to all ride this out, in my on my opinion. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's not going to put a stop to it with this vaccine that doesn't seem to be working very well. But that's just my take on it. You know what I'm saying? You're right on point, though. You're right. It's the same thing with anything. The same thing with the flu. Same thing with the cold. It's the same as that. It's a different virus, obviously, but it's the same idea. People get sick right around mm-hmm. a certain time of the year, and you do your, your, your hot uh, tea, your soup, and stay home for a while, and you get better, and you go back. It's simple. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, you got to pretty much answer my question. I appreciate you, and, and I always watch your show, by the way. Right on, man. You, you, you're you always on, on, on point with everything. But uh, you take care now. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Shout out to the caller. Great caller. Let's get to a few more. Yeah, it's what, what it said. It's um, endemic. It's a wrap. It's, it's pretty much over with. We can move on with our lives. Let's get to some more calls here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's go to 978. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Anthony. Uh, my name is Nicole. I'm calling from Massachusetts. All righty. What's going on? How you doing? Um, we were listening to your show the other night. You touched a little bit on the Uyghurs. And I wanted to talk to you about that because it's something I think is really serious that people – 
we just have no idea on the other side of the planet how serious it is over there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, definitely. So what, what's, what's your take on the Uyghur situation? Like, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about it? Like, what's going on with it from your point of view? So one night I was down one of my rabbit holes on YouTube, right? <clears throat> and I didn't even play the video. It just came up. And it was um, CNN France. And they were doing a documentary over there. Anyway, I'll make a long story short because I don't want to take up all your time and I'm like, nervous right now so I can hardly talk. But um, <clears throat> anyway, I took a video of what I was seeing from my own TV and they had done this documentary and they went to see the prison and the guards there were like, you know, mocking them saying, oh, there's nothing here, there's nothing here. And then they could, you could see that they can see it from space because it's so big. <clears throat> so they initially was saying that they were um, re-education camps, but they actually did interviews with people that had been released from there. And it was horrible what they were saying. She, they, you know, she said they have classes where they get educated, but it's all education on CCP and how to take on their values and yada, yada, yada. It's really, really sad. It's horrific. Um, so anyways, I had this video and I sent it to several people through Facebook Messenger. And um, I went to get it out of my own gallery that I had taken one day and it was completely gone. Mm. And I knew I hadn't deleted it or anything like that. <clears throat> so then I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to go to my messages and retrieve it that way. And it was gone from everybody that I sent it to and messenger was just gone. Wow. So I was just, yeah, I, at the time it gave me chills. I'm like, Oh my God, they're watching me too. <laughs> and then, um, so finally I had sent it to somebody that wasn't on Facebook through text <clears throat> and, um, I was able to retrieve it. And I started to play the video and it plays all high speed. Like they're talking like chipmunks. And then all of a sudden it comes up and it says not authorized um, file data unknown or some weird message. So <clears throat> it's just crazy how in depth the, how much they monitor everything, everything. I don't know if there was keywords or something that raised a flag or whatever. <clears throat> but what's going over on over there, I don't know what we could do on our end, but I mean, it's just like, we're kind of ignoring it while this mass genocide is taking place and that blows my mind. And I think it's a subject that needs a lot more attention because how are we just going on? Like, yeah, that's happening, but nothing we can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. There definitely should be more uh, attention drawn toward this rather than things that don't make any sense or things that are kind of relevant. You're talking about a lot of people in the whole part of a country that are pretty much just being wiped out or quote unquote reeducated. Yeah. It's a serious problem. Right. Like they'll, they'll monitor what they do on their phones. And if they so much as download a song 
that let's say is uh, from a Muslim artist, they'll track that person and scoop them up and they bring them to these that camp. It's like one huge facility. And um, the woman on there, she was saying she was in a cell that only had enough space for her to put her arm out of a hole. And every night that she would get injected <clears throat> with what she didn't know, but it just completely erased all of her memory and everything. <clears throat> it's really, really sad. Mm. Um, yeah, she was saying that, so they do have classes there and they're being taught Mandarin and basically all um, certain values that they have to adhere to before they can ever get out of there. And on a daily basis, she says that guards will just come in the classroom pull random people out kicking and screaming and then you'll never see those people again wow. <laughs> and then the people that were interviewing them um they said well are you beaten or you know like do they kill people and she said every day at lunch at their lunch hour you would hear um like the most horrific sounds coming from people that you never heard it's crazy. It's really, really scary. <clears throat> wow. Well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking it. And could you say happy birthday to my, to my man here real quick? He'd love that. His name's Dennis. Yeah. Happy birthday, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. all appreciate y'all. Thank you. Take care. All right now. All right, shout out to Dan. Happy birthday, man. Enjoy your day. Let's get to a few more calls here. All right, Victor, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Yeah. So with that Matt Walsh, uh, the, with the Matt Walsh debate, it, it's expected because the reason why we really talk to these transgender advocates, they really they what they really believe is that there's no difference between a man and a woman that's why you had that person that had a hard time defining what a woman is you can even see him being uh, being confused on what being a woman because they want to look like a woman but still have that full grown beard yeah right exactly However, there's one thing I want to point out when you said that how to define a man and woman and you mentioned that someone that's XX or XY, that type of argument, they're, they're trying to wipe that out now because what they're trying to do is trying to include the intersex, meaning the people who are XXY or XYY or have two X's and three Y's or something like that. They're trying, they're trying to make that as something that's normal when it's actually not. They even trying to change that. I think they're trying to change that in science. I need to try to look, look it up. But now they're trying to say that there's also intersex and what, what, what do you call them? Not disregarding that those are actual abnormalities. I would say that learning from this apologist named Trent Horn, he says that you could look at someone that's supposed to be ordered or has the nature of either 
getting someone pregnant or carrying a pregnancy. Because when you talk about those intersex, those intersex things, you could you could show them that well, those intersex are not that's not their nature or that's not how it's supposed to be. Exactly. Like if somebody is transgender, that means that they were born as a male and then became quote unquote female or the other way around. It doesn't mean that they were born as intersex. That's a whole different situation. And then if they want to use the whole intersex argument, that the key there is that they were born that way. If some dude like the person Leah Thomas becomes a woman, you weren't born that way. You became that way in your mind later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And even if you point out with the intersex, you could you could still let them know, well, that is still an abnormality. I mean, what they're supposed to be is either a man XX or a woman XY. You could, and even with the intersex, you could still see that they're either supposed to be a man or supposed to be a woman. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so two weeks ago, we had the Black Monday. If, uh, if people don't know about Black Monday, that is when you have NFL coaches being fired. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means, right? They fired the black coach, therefore it's racism. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But with, with Brian, Brian Flores, I, I can understand how people are surprised with Brian Flores. I can understand when you're acting emotionally that it leads to your first train of thought is racism because that's the automatic reaction. However, if you actually listen to the to the stories that's coming out, how it's not really a relationship between the quarterback, Tua, Tonga Viola, and the coach, you can understand why, especially when they were trying to get some other quarterback and really make it show that they didn't, they didn't like Tua. So therefore, you can't really call that racism. Another issue is the, is the Texans head coach. Uh, then David Cully or whatever his name, you know, you heard about that one. Um, no, I haven't. Yeah, with the Texas head coach, they fired him after after one season, and they and they were really screaming racism. Mm-hmm. Well, you you could hold up on that too, because Deshaun Watson, the Texas quarterback, he wanted a black coach. Uh-huh. They got him a black coach. Uh-huh. And he didn't even support him. So if your black quarterback didn't support the black coach, how do you expect the, the organization that probably didn't want to hire him in the first place want, want him? Right. I mean, no sense. It's like, okay, we got you what you wanted. We're trying to make you happy, trying to make everything right. And when he's there, you're not supporting him. You don't want him. So if you wanted him, now you don't want him. Why should we want him? It made no sense. Let's move on to somebody else that you might want to have. Because the whole point, from what you're saying was to make the quarterback happy. If the quarterback's not happy, then what are we doing? Yeah, and th- I was listening to uh, uh, not speak for yourself with Sam Ocho. Sam Ocho was talking about I don't want to go racism, but just looking at the optics, and we had to talk about it. Then, then later on, he destroyed his own argument when you mm-hmm. when you talk about racism, but then he said, well. He wasn't qualified anyway. 
then why are you arguing about a black coach being fired when you believe that black coach is it wasn't qualified? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the la- the last one is the is the first take with Stevie a., Stephen A. Smith and and Jay Williams. Have you heard, have you heard about that one? No. Yeah. Well, they got into a heated discussion over Kyrie Irving. Because Jay Williams is getting tired of Stephen A. Stephen A. A. Sis, Steve A. Smith, uh, just destroying Kyrie Irving character, just because he didn't get the vaccine. Stephen A. Smith said that, well, if the Brooklyn Nets win the title this year, this would be a black eye because Kyrie Irving won the title. And he refused to get the vaccine. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the reason why I want to point, point that out is he is showing reason why people are going against the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. When you're demonizing other people, you're not, you're not motivating them getting the vaccine. You're creating more exist, re- resistance. If you truly believe that the vaccine can help, then go with the go with the evidence. If you believe the evidence is strong enough to try to at least get somebody encouraged instead of demonizing people and thinking that they're evil just because they get they don't get a vaccine. That's really probably not killing a lot of the young, young, healthy people. That's right. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right, anyway, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right, bye. That's crazy talking about, oh, they, if they won a championship, it'd be a black guy. A black guy? If they win, then what's the problem? If, like, the whole the whole point is, what what one man say? You play to win the game. Hello? If they win, then they win. That's it. Who cares about anything else? People are so dumb. I mean, Stephen A., come on, man. You need to tighten up. Get yourself together. It'd be a black guy. No, it wouldn't if they win. That's the whole point is to win. If you win, then you've you've won. You've succeeded. Seven seven three. You don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Seven seven three. Hello. Going once, going twice. All right. I'm not sure what happened. Got to put some minutes on the Obama phone. Get that jank back rocking and rolling. But if you are calling in, please have your ear to the phone because you will not be able to sync it to the stream. There is a delay, so please be ready to answer the phone. Let's go to the next one here. Let's go to 717 online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL's Moses. How you doing tonight? I'm well. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, boss. I'm doing all right. So I was recently thinking about the uh, UK opening up and opening up completely with no mandates and all that stuff. It sounds wonderful, but for me, I don't see the USA opening up at all. I mean, that's just my opinion. I could be 100% wrong, but I don't see the USA being in a rush to open up because of our bureaucrats. But what do you mean, though, like as far as opening up? Like, no mandates, no uh, no mask, all that good stuff. I mean, I just, uh, it, 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 about- it, it depends on where you live, though, because where I live, we don't have that. Now, if you're living in a, mm-hmm. if you're living in a liberal place, like you're living in California, New York, it's a different story. But out here in Tennessee, we're pretty much you can do what you want. There's no mask mandates or vax mandates or anything like that. 
Yeah, I live over in uh, Pennsylvania, but I kind of live in a more conservative town. You'd be surprised, even though we are considered a blue state, there is a lot of places in the countryside that's very conservative. It's usually like the big cities like Pittsburgh or Philadelphia that's more blue. Yeah. But but I, I don't know. Like For me, I don't see some of these states really giving up these power, mainly because these guys are like, never Trumpers. And for me, if they were to open up, metaphorically, that would be like them saying, oh, Trump was right and we were wrong. Everybody that we censored, like you, you know, Ty Smith, uh, Robert Malone recently, they would just be admitting that, oh, they were right and we were wrong. And some of these bureaucrats, their egos are so inflated that they don't just, they don't know when to give up. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And it's a weird thing. But at a certain point, they're going to have to relent because people are going to, people are tired of it. People are tired of it. Some people are going to wear the masks forever until they die. But a lot of people are saying, mm-hmm. okay, let's get back to work. You know, I'm trying to make money and the inflation is killing me. And I let's, let's get back to normal life. So they're going to have to relent at a certain point. And they're, they're kind of like delaying the inevitable. They don't want to have to eat their crow. They don't want to say we were wrong. You were right. We were sorry for censoring you. They may not do that right now because they keep delaying it, but they're going to have to eventually. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, man. Especially with the midterms coming up, it's definitely going to be a bloodbath. I think this is going to be one of the major issues with the lockdowns and stuff like that. And some of these people like that don't practice what they preach. Perfect example, Nancy Pelosi looking like melted ice cream at this point getting her hair done, all that good stuff. Then you got Joe Biden, who got caught maskless several times, looking like he has one HP on a confusion status, waiting for a Pokeball to be thrown at him. At this point, you know, we got to get rid of these bureaucrats, man, because they really ruined our lives. So anyone that is on the fence right now, when it comes to the midterms, remember what these guys did to us get these bureaucrats out of there because it's time to bring this red wave and bring it strong. Right on. hundred percent, man. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, appreciate you. ABL. Have a great night. Same to you. Bye-bye. Great call. Shout out to him. Fantastic call. All right. Let's get to a few more here. Let's go to. Are you on live? Speaker to seven, five, seven. Yeah, Mr. Logan, Chesapeake Bob here. How you doing? Oh, well, man. How about yourself? Uh, we're doing, we're doing. Uh, it's been a while since I called in. I wanted to maybe give you a little local news if you like it. All righty. Yeah, you know we got hammered yesterday, man. We we got six inches of snow out here in Chesapeake. And, man, you know how it is around here. This place shut down. Oh, yeah. You're not going anywhere for a while. I've, I've, I've seen some of the pictures and whatnot from out there. So, yeah, I remember remember living out there. I was living off of um, Great Bridge Boulevard right by the interstate, and it snowed, and I couldn't leave where I was living for, like, three days. Like, you, you, I couldn't drive. I had to, like, walk. <laughs> I had to walk through snow and ice and stuff. It was it was crazy. For three days, it was like that because, you know, they, they, they'll, they'll, um, they'll go – down Great Bridge Boulevard and ice and um and plow that, but the the exterior the, the interior roads they're leaving alone. So you just got a, a whole frozen sheet of ice and snow. They're not doing anything with. 
Yeah, you were right down from the Great Bridge Bridge, right? Well, I was on the other end. I was toward the um the um what's that the the uh, Veterans Bridge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just uh, just letting you know I'm sitting here bored out of my head, as you can tell. But <laughs> I did want to talk about uh, a little local thing on the school board this week, either on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. All the school board or school boards, because you know Glenn Youngkin became the the governor. They all had their own little bit of little bitty meetings on masks in schools. Did you hear anything about that? Yeah, I heard about that, and I think um, it was specifically Chester Pete were kind of singled out because what what happened there? Do you know? Uh, Chesapeake and Virginia Beach uh, said it's optional and it's up to the parents, but of course, Port, uh, Portsmouth. Norfolk, Hampton, Newport News, they just said, nope, we're going to keep the mandate in place regardless of what the governor says. Now, does that surprise you at all? Um, Not not at all. It doesn't. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I didn't think it would, but I'm, I'm just uh, letting you know about it. And the last thing I'm going to flip on to is, a, is, an, is an IT type question. I'm okay with that. Okay. So for... I don't know, seven, eight months, I've been getting text messages. My phone used to be Sprint. Now it's uh, T-Mobile. And they've been sending me messages. Hey, you got to update your phone. You got to update your phone. 5G's coming. It's not going to work. 5G's coming. It's not going to work. So they turned 5G on on Wednesday. And guess which phone I'm calling you from? The phone that they say wouldn't work. I have an iPhone 5. <laughs> not a seven, not an eight, not a ten, a five. And right. It works perfectly fine. So I'm thinking something going on here. Oh yeah, that's that's all that's all nonsense because you still have the your phone is still gonna work. I don't even know why they would say something like that. I feel like it was a spam call or just ATT trying to get you to give them some money. Exactly. That that's exactly right. Because they were like Oh, you got to go get out get an iPhone 13 or 12 or whatever the latest one is. And I went in the store because there's a little store, you know, uh, uh, a T-Mobile store, I'm sorry, right down the road from me. And I went in there, and every phone in there was like $1,000. Yes. And I'm like, my phone works just fine. <laughs> Anyhow, I just wanted to kind of touch on those three things, and I appreciate you taking my call, and I'll be listening on the side. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right, bye bye. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, really, T-Mobile, y'all, y'all doing that? That that's pretty dirty. Talking about, hey, you got to get a brand new phone, get get an iPhone 13 plus Ultra, super wide, max for five thousand dollars. Paid in paid in installments over over forty. It, 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 it tell you to to um put your phone on the lease. Let's let's put your phone on the lease and put that in your bill for the next four years. But next year, your phone will be outdated. It's so what you gonna do then? It's it's a racket for sure. A total racket. Like I never buy phones. I never get a phone from the store on a payment plan or locked to the carrier. I always get it unlocked, always, because I never know when I'm going to switch carriers. And uh, like I, I use um, I don't even use the big carrier. I use like some of the small carriers with an unlocked phone. It worked just fine. I don't have no problems. You know, I don't even care about going to Verizon or nothing like that. I don't see the point. But anyway, that's a different story. And I digress. Let's get to a few more here. Let's go to um, 954 on the line. Who am I speaking to? 
Hello? Yes. All right, can you hear me? Hi, Mike. I can, uh, yeah, I can hear you. All righty, what's going on? I wanted, You're on. Yeah, I wanted to say, I wanted to say something. Um, one thing about that guy who talked about the uh, phone situation. About what now? Um, about the uh, about the telephone situation where yeah. you know they're forcing them to get uh, a new phone or whatever. Right. Because of the five G, I uh, T-Mobile is doing the same thing to us. I have two phones that they're trying to force us to get new phones and I haven't gotten it and they're working just fine. And they keep threatening that they're going to cut off our service at the end of the month by uh, January 30th. It's a lie. Don't fall for it. They're trying to trick people. Yes. I've I've never heard that until tonight. That's, that's really crazy. They're trying trying to do that to you guys. They're trying to get you to go over to 5g because like what, what is true that if you don't have a 5G phone, you can't use 5G service, but you can still use the other service in your old phone from what I'm able to see. Right. I don't care. You're right. I don't care about 5G. Right. 5G doesn't matter to me. Um, but you can still use your phone. People should not be afraid to just keep using their phone. It's not going to happen. They even sent us SIM cards and like, oh, you've got to change your phone. Wow. You got you to put the SIM card in. I'm like, we're not doing it. But, um, but I want you to know something. Um, oh, one about the the Brian Flores thing. I I saw I heard this guy talking about it. I've lived in Florida for 50 years. I've watched the Dolphins all my life, and uh, Brian Flores was no good. He was no not a good coach ever, and uh, he lost my respect when he sabotaged the team and actually purposely made them lose. Um, to you know whatever get a better you know pick or whatever in the in the draft. That's neither here nor there, but I don't like him. Um, uh, the masks thing, they don't work. If people want to wear a mask, wear them. I mean, in China, they've been wearing masks forever. I don't know why, but they do. And as for as long as we let these people, these Marxists, because this is what it is, it's Marxist rule, have this absolute power over us and our minds, they're going to continue to try and control us with fear. Stop giving in to these people. They are not in control. The people are in control. They, the, the bureaucrats are not in control. The only reason that they're allowed to do this is because we're allowing it. That's it. And force your companies, whoever you work for, to not comply. They don't have to comply. None of these mandates are laws. None of them have to be abided by. They can push their Marxist rule as much as they want. But we can resist. Just remember that. Don't give up and vote in 2022. Vote. Go out and vote. I, be, I, um, I applied to become a clerk for my uh, district. Apply. Go to your districts, go to your uh, voting, uh, you know, whatever your voting districts are. Apply to be a poll worker, to be a watcher, to be a, a clerk, to be an assistant, to be whatever. Don't give up, people. These people want us to give up. This is how they take control. This is how they took control in every single communist socialist country. Don't give up. Right on, 100%.
Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. Very, very good point she made there. Got to be involved. You got to be because if you're not involved, then others will be involved and we don't want what they're going to have for us. So everybody got to get involved. And going back to the whole phone issue, I'm looking at articles here and they're saying that what they're going to do is they're going to shut off the 3G, the 3G towers. So if you don't have a 4G or a 5G phone, they're saying it won't work unless you are hooked on your um, hooked on Wi-Fi and you can use you can call using Wi-Fi that way. Or you can use it as like a Wi-Fi device. But I'm not sure if that's 100 percent true, but that's what they're saying. That's what that's what I'm reading right here, that they're going to shut down the 3D um, towers. So it's not a matter of them turning on 5G that making 3G obsolete. They're saying they're going to turn off 3G. I'm not really sure why, but that's just what they're saying. But they, they say all kinds of things. They're, they're talking about the airplanes ain't going to be able to land. And, but I, that's a different story. I move on. Okay, let's go. 617 on line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, hey, Anthony. What's up? Anthony, are you there? I'm here. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. Long time no, no hear from you. Right on, what man. What happened what's... last week? You, you, you took time off? Yeah, man. I, I'm back now, though. So what's going on? Okay, okay, okay. You back? Oh, uh, so um, let's let's uh, uh let's talk about a little bit about the virus. Um, do you know the difference between uh, COVID nineteen, Delta, and Omicron? You know the difference between the three uh, viruses? It's the same virus. No, it's they're not the same. They're two, three different pathogens. They're not the same. So it's not it's not uh coronavirus. No, it is not. Well, scientifically, coronavirus. The, the question, the question was, difference. sir, sir, listen to me now. The question was, was it, are they are they all coronavirus or no? Yes, but different. All right, different so it's the same. It's just different versions of the same thing. No, different. It's just like it's like if I wear a polo shirt, if I got a blue one and a green one and a red one, it's all still the same polo shirt. It's just different types of the same thing. So okay, so tell me what study have you seen that what you're saying? What can you verify what you're saying is true? What, what did I say? You said the three are the same, but no, no. I said colors. it's they're still they're still coronavirus. That's that's the whole point. I, when, I, when I said it's correct, okay. Let me let me help you out. Let me help you out, brother. Two different pathogens with two different type of characteristics. So in other words, you can compare the level of transmissibility from COVID nineteen to Delta to Omicron. Omicron is highly transmissible, so that's what they say that the mask don't work against Omicron. They were better with Delta, uh, and they were way much better with COVID-19. So here's, here's a question. So you got it? Here's, here's a question. Is the virus particle in Omicron bigger or smaller than Delta and the original one? There's the different characteristics. Different the, the, question, the question was, is the virus particle, diff, is, it, is it bigger or smaller in the other ones than Omicron? Well, the low of the virus is lower. But the, the, sir, the, the question, one more time, if you can't answer, I'm not going, I don't got time for this tonight. The question okay. was, is the virus particle of Omicron bigger or smaller than the other ones? Well, they're different. The protocols are Is it bigger or smaller? Answer the question. Do you know? Yes or no? Yeah, I know. You got to wear a mask. Answer the question. Which one is it? Bigger or smaller? Sir, sir, listen. I promise I don't got time. You, you want me to hang up on what, you? Is, you? is that what you explain, want me to do? No, 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 but you have to explain to me. No, 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 sir, sir, listen, what, listen, what listen. Okay, look, look, check it out, check it out. Okay. This, this is the last time I'm going to ask you the question. If you can't answer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I promise I'm going to hang up. I promise. This is like my word to, to God. 
is is sir quiet 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 is the virus particle of omicron bigger or smaller than the other versions of the virus which one is it bigger or smaller pick one I don't know what you mean by bigger or smaller. Answer. The, the virus particle, the particle, the particle, the particle, because the virus transmits through particles, right? There's particles of the virus. That's that's reason why you wear the mask to prevent the particles from getting out of your mouth onto somebody else. That's the whole point of the mask. Yeah, so, so that is the particle bigger or smaller? No, they're different. Is it they're bigger smaller, or smaller? All right, all right, all right. I don't got time. I, I don't got time. The whole point I'm making is this, and I wanted to have him on to debate a little bit, but I don't got time. The point is this. They keep saying that the Omicron is more transmissible, but is a particle that comes out, is that bigger or smaller, or is it the same size? If it's the same size, then them saying it's more transmissible is relevant when it comes to wearing the mask because you can still escape the mask the same way. So what are we talking about? Masks don't work. It, they don't work. They've been saying that from the jump. Fauci said it from the very beginning of the whole virus thing. He said the masks don't work. Then he backtracked. Now they're going back to what he said from the beginning because they don't work. Then they say put on the N95 mask. Then they're going to say put on the paper bag. Come on, man. Like, let's stop playing. Let's stop playing games. But anyway, I'll move right along. <laughs> let's get to the next one. 416 online. Home I speaker to. Uh, it's a cigar box, man. All righty, man. What's going on? I'm just freezing up here. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sure. So, uh, getting back to um, the thing with Matt Walsh, I got this beef with the transgender people, and it's the same one I think that just about everybody does, and it's the competing in women's sports. The thing that I don't understand why they just don't say you can't compete because is simply that there is absolutely nothing feminine about them competing with women. Like they're doing the exact same sport as they would do with men. They jump in the water, swim, come back. They're timed. It, it, there's no sitting around eating those cute little curly sandwiches and comparing their nails. No, nothing. It's you're doing the exact same sport. It's either that or it's weightlifting. Doesn't matter. You're just competing against somebody else. Why they just do not come out and say you can't compete against women because the whole idea behind this is that you are competing against somebody who has the same type of body structure. And if they would say body structure competes with body structure, that's all there is to it. If you want to go around dressed up like a woman, knock yourself out. You want to act like a woman, put your hand on your chest and talk with a high voice like that guy with the beard. Go ahead. But as far as this goes, the only reason that they are competing against women is because they know that they'll lose in serious competitions against men. And the thing that Victor was saying about them trying to normalize this, uh, I call it the blue lobster. Um, there's very, very rarely it happens, but every once in a while out of all these lobsters, you see a blue lobster. So, 
yeah, it happens. So these people who have got like the two X's and, and a Y or three Y's or whatever the heck it is, yeah, they happen. But they're not the ex- like they're just the exception to the rule. They're not something that's going to be an everyday occurrence. For the most part, all these people are doing is thinking that, oh, gee, I want to do this. If they want to go out and play, play like a, a, a girl, knock yourself out, as I said. But as far as competing, it's, it's absolutely a disaster against women. And just say, if your body makeup is this, you compete against the boys. And that's all, you know, I think that it should be. 100% correct. What about you? Man, that's right on point. That's, that's right on point. I can't really add too much to it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and this other thing here about your, your democracy being under uh, attack constantly, apparently, um, with the voting, that Kamala Harris, she needs a kick in the snout because she lied through her teeth. She, she got up there and said, all these countries are looking towards the United States for their way of running an election. Well, if it's such a disaster, why are all these countries looking to the United States to do this? And as far as us, I know that Canada is not looking for for these weird ways that they want to have the voting. Uh, I have to have a pre-registration and they send me a card. And with that, I have to go with my photo identification and uh, something that proves that I live at the address. So that can be a bank statement or a water bill or something like that. And we are there lined up around the corner to go and vote. And there's never any hassles. I, I don't see these people saying, Oh gee, we can't, we can't get the vote. This is unfair. And the other thing about the thing that they're, uh, that they're saying, uh, Oh, this is, this is unfair against minorities. They can't get the vote. They can't get the, they can't get their ID. Well, I see these people going on hunger strikes and they're out there screaming and yelling into bullhorns. If they would take half the energy of their whining and complaining and went out and helped these people go get their ID or help them get to the uh, polling station so that they could vote, maybe they wouldn't have to worry about this instead of all their whining. But maybe that's because it's false. Anyways, I've taken up too much time. Thank you very much, Anthony, and I'll talk to you again later. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, pretty much. And you know what? The thing about it is everybody has an ID. If you don't want an, if you don't have an ID because you don't want an ID, it's not hard to get an identification. And you got to have an ID for a lot of different things in your life. Okay, you want to travel at all. You want to get on the plane. You want to do a lot of different things. You want to buy cigarettes, tobacco, whatever. You got to have... Your, your, your identification. You want to go to the grocery store and buy some, some alcoholic beverage? Let me see your ID. Okay, I done seen people with gray beards get carted in the store. You understand? That's just what it is. So to say that it's somehow racist to have identification requirements be part of the, you know, voting is just, to, to say that it's racist is just them trying to keep the door open to, Engage in some funny business. That's the long and short of that story. But the phone lines are blowing up. Let me get to a few more here. 276, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello, 276. Can you Hi. Hello. 
Hi. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? I heard you well. Turn your off in the background for me, please. Okay. Um, I've got everything turned off. Uh, can you hear me now? I heard you well. What's what's going on? Well, I really just wanted to call. First, I want to say, Abiel, I want to thank you for everything you've done. Um, you have been, you, you've given so much information uh, for the past few years, and I appreciate you. Uh, second of all, uh, the, the transgender thing with uh, the uh, men trying to take over sports, I just, and the women's sports, I just, I just want to say it's going to take a lot of parents, and uh, especially, um, you know, I'm most upset about the women and the girls losing their scholarships with college, and, you know, that's really going to affect their whole future, and it's going to take a lot of women standing up against that, you know, to, to stop it. And I'm upset that it's not happening more, you know, but, yeah, it's def- it's going to be an issue. It shouldn't be. They it shouldn't be allowed to do this. You know, just a few years ago, this was considered to be something that would never happen. It was kind of a joke. They made it into a movie called right. Joanna Man, but here we are having to do with it. Right, right, and it's going to take a lot of mothers and you know parents standing up and you know for their children that that you know girls that want to be you know involved in athletics in school, they're going to have to stand for them. Or, or it's not even going to be an option anymore for those scholarships. And it's really sad. But, um, thank you for thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call. I appreciate God you. God bless. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. Okay. All right. Let's get to some more here. Let's go to. Okay. Where are we at here? 754 in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, hey, BL. This is Ken from Florida. All righty. What's going on? Yes, man. This is the second time I'm calling you. I'm here sitting in my car listening to the program, and it's so interesting. Um, everything you're saying makes a lot of sense to me. Um, what I want to contribute is uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm in America, but I'm from Jamaica, and... Uh, I always speak from this point of view because I can see little hints of Jamaica creeping into America as it, in terms of what's happening, the wild running in the streets, violence. That That is reminding me a lot of Jamaica. And the caller before, well, the one I heard, he touched on the voting and the ID. Everybody in Jamaica a third world country, we have to have ID. And the government doesn't help you to get the ID. You go get it yourself and you pay for it. Right. And everybody goes and they vote. To me, it's a slap in the face to hear politicians say black folks don't know how to get ID. It's ridiculous. It's a big insult. And I think there's a lot of brainwashing going on because for some reason, a lot of black folks that I talk to, they don't see it in that way that these people are literally saying, you're not smart enough to navigate the internet, to navigate the streets and go get yourself an ID and vote. But at at the same time, I've never ran into anybody that don't have an ID. Exactly. You got to have an ID for your everyday life just for basic things. So 
it makes no sense to not have that. I don't understand. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it can't work whichever way you take it because people have their IDs and it's not difficult to get an ID. I have an ID and nobody took me anywhere to get it. That's right. I go, I find out how to get it, just as how they get an ID to buy, shop, go inside a club. Whatever you do, you have to have an ID to have a bank account. You need an ID. So this is just ridiculous. And I'm wondering, what are the Republicans doing when it comes to these things? Because we need we need a bigger pushback from them if they're going to represent that we need ID to vote. We need a bigger push. They need to push this message. Somehow get around the media, get in the streets, and push this message. Now, that's, that's a really good point. I'm not really sure what they're doing as far as that, but that needs to get out there because the way you're presenting it, that needs to be the, the primary way it's presented because the left, they have the control of the messaging right now because they say that yes. black folks, we can't get ID, it's racist and all of that, but we need to be the ones on the right to say, no, it's not racist. It's racist to say that we can't get it because, like you say, when we go to the club, ain't no problem going to the club, ain't no problem trying to get on a plane, traveling. We got passports. We go to different countries and all kind of stuff. So why is it hard to get an ID? It's not. They're, they're saying that because they want to have their own political narratives met yeah. using us to get it done, and it's not right. So you have a really, you have a really good point there. They want to be able to cheat. Yeah, they want to cheat, I exactly. Sorry they, to cut you off. No, nah, you're yeah, right. I, I, I think they just want to be able to cheat, and it's way more difficult if you have to present an ID, just as how the banks have figured out. If we ask you for an ID, it's way more difficult for you to come and pull money from somebody else's account. But the government don't know this when it comes to election. That is how I know these guys are jokers. Like, we have to fight this, and we can't just let them keep doing this year after year when it comes to election having this kind of nonsense everything is racism i've been here a good while now more than 12 years and i'm in miami i'm in florida i move about and i I can't tell you how many times i've encountered like real racism most of that they're calling racism is just somebody pointing out a lot of times you're doing something wrong, and because the race card is easy to play, a lot of people play it. That's right. So that's my part, ABL. Keep the show going. Nice talking to you, and peace. Peace, man. Thank you for the call. All right. That's a great call. Really, really good. And you know what? To go back to the thing about the clubs, because back in my back in my younger years. I was always in the clubs doing business. Like my thing, like you guys may know, I was doing like the party flyers. So, you know, dealing with the clubs, you got to be in there late, picking up money, dropping off boxes and stuff like that. So um, I would be a lot of times right at the door, talking to the bouncers, talking to the owners, and I'm seeing everybody come in, hood people now, straight from the hood um, with, with the IDs. Okay, everybody got the $10 in their ID. It's not difficult. So those same people that come into the club, partying, whatever, getting a drink on, going to the bar. Those are the ones that say they can't afford to get an ID, but here they are with the ID. Even if you're on the street, even if you're like a real street person where you're not necessarily in the club, they got IDs too. 
because they get services. Now, how are you going to get the services if you don't have any ID, if you can't say who you are? They get all kinds of stuff. If you want to have a Section 8 home, if you want to get government assistance, you want to get Women and Children, WIC, if you want to get food stamps, EBT, TANF, all kinds of stuff, if you want to receive child support, you got to have an identification. I mean, you want to get married and all that, you got to have ID. It's simple. This is not... You have to have ID for your regular everyday life. So to say that we can't get it and we don't have it, it's like, well, what are we doing? Are we just scratching our hot parts in the cave somewhere? If you don't have ID, it's because you don't want to have ID for whatever your reason may be. But that's your decision. It's not something that is, you're not, you're not oppressed into not having identification for yourself. That's your decision, your choice. But I digress. I'm getting triggered. So let me move on to the next call. The number to call is 434-658-1220. 541 in line. I'm speaking to. Yes, this is Jeffrey. Uh, I just have a political question for you. I don't know uh, if you'll be able to help me out with it or not. Um, at this midterm section coming up, uh, everybody's talking about the, the red wave and all. Uh, my concern about it is I think you did a video on it anyway. This one uh, guy was like falsely saying he was, you know, a uh, uh, conservative and then got Veritox caught him lying after or something. And what do you think there's going to be a lot of that going on just because they think they can get into the power and that's a way to start a lot of what now? I'm sorry. I I didn't catch what you said as far as like a lot of like, was it like phony guys coming into office? Right. Rhinos would be, you know, they, they're that they know the red waves coming and they want to use that propaganda or, or, or like that's, platform to get into Congress or the Senate and but they're really not for that do you think that's could be a problem because we already have like you know a few of them already you know uh, the guy from Utah uh, Cheney Liz Cheney I mean that are Republicans but not really I mean you know what that is possible I'm not going to say that it's impossible that's definitely something that could happen um I don't necessarily foresee it Really, I think that I think that we can like we're talking about local politics. I think it's easier to vet people locally than it is on a national level. You understand? Like here, here where I live, there's a lot of politics going on and there's a lot of drama happening and everybody knows who everybody is. So if there's going to be a weird guy or a fake guy, they're able to get rooted out at a local level easier than national. So I think there, there could be some of that, but not too much of that. Okay. Okay. Great. Cause I, I don't know why I thought of that. I just thought, and you're right. It locals word starts. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much for taking my call. You have a good evening. Same to you. Thank you. All right. Shout out to the caller. But yeah, if you can, if you can re- root it out locally first, that's, that's the main thing. You know, the local politics is going to make the most difference from my point of view. I think you guys would agree with that as well. Let's get to some more calls here though. Let's go eight five nine on the line. Who am I speaking to? Eight five nine. Hello. Oh, uh, hey, Bill. This is uh, uh, Christian Von F, uh, Northern Kentucky. Um, how are you, sir? I'm well. About yourself? Uh, pretty good. Um, my question was, um, if Trump does run again and the um, uh, Republicans uh, do pick him as the nominee. Do you think um, he'll pick Mike Pence again, or do you think he'll pick another vice to refresh uh, his candidacy? It can't be Mike Pence because he's already pretty much thrown him under the bus, so he can't go back that way. 
I don't think Mike Pence would want to be the next. Uh, he, I don't think he want to be the vice president again. And to be perfectly honest, it doesn't really matter who he picks as a vice president because, um, well, I, I, I'll take that back. It matters, but it doesn't. And I'll explain. All he, all he needs to do is to pick someone who is not necessarily a very well-known person, somebody that can kind of play the 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 uh, Robin who is Batman, that kind of just be in the background and just go out there when he needs to be. Kind of basically be like Mike Pence was, because Mike Pence was kind of known a little bit in Indiana, but not necessarily some kind of big-name person. Like, it would not make sense for Trump to pick Ron DeSantis. That would be too much firepower at once. Let Trump be the leader and then have a guy that would come in and just to be the support. That's all you got to have. So not a really big name guy, but a, a true conservative guy is all you need. Right. Um, also, I had a second question. Um, do you, um, with Alaska and their like um, um, uh, uh, governor election coming up, uh, do you think um, we could lose that to the Democrats if they pick uh, Lisa Markowski? Because I heard like she's not a true Republican. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure what's going on right now in Alaska as far as politics locally. I'm not sure what's happening, but that's a good question. Mm, right. Um, anyways, won't keep you. Um, I'm happy, um, happy to speak with you. Um, good night. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. All right. Shout out to the call. That's a good question. But, um, I think the main thing would be as long as they vote right, that's, that's the, you know, I don't really want to get into all the, the individual idiosyncrasies of your, your politics, but as long as you vote correctly, that's the main thing that really matters. That's, that's the, the most important part from my point of view. All right, call your line. Speaker 2517. Yeah, how you doing, ADL? I'm well about it's yourself. Jackson, Michigan. I called you a few times. All right, what's going I on? Just, I got a few, uh, I don't know, you say, I guess advice, I guess. Um, I got a question, though, is at least like that guy was here, you know, with the, with the mustache and beard, thought he was a woman. If he gets pulled over by the law and his unsightly tells he's a male, is he going to get in trouble? I'm sorry, say that one more time for me, please. I'd say the guy who got, you know, that guy was here on, on, on uh, Dr. Phil at Clip Your Show the other day? Yeah. Okay. Um, if that guy's getting, driving down the street and he gets pulled over and they run his name through and it comes back as him as a male, I mean, is that like lying on your driver's license? Um, I, I don't if, even... If I don't, if I don't <laughs> change my address, I'd get a big old ticket. I, I don't even know. I think the person did not identify as a woman, so I don't know what they would put on their license. You know, I think in some states you're able to not put a gender down. It's weird. So I don't know where he lives or what would be going on, but... I well, think it says on your driver's license whether you're male or female. Yeah, but if you if you put that on your license, then it doesn't really matter what you identify as because that's just what it is. Like you can look however you want to look, but at the end of the day, if you say that you're male on your license and that's what you are biologically, that's all that really matters. And and that in that point of view, from from that point of view, as far as any, anything legal. Another another point of view I was looking at: if these if these people are going to be transgenders, are going to participate in women's sports. Shouldn't our high school start training them that way? You know, because they say they're, you know, they're born transgender already, you know. So shouldn't the school set up a program so these transgenders can, you know, support, you know uh, practice, I guess you would say. 
Um, but how does that really work, though? Would it just be like a transgender-only type of facility? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. How, would, they, would they have to be in the same locker room as, you know, with the girls if they think they're a girl? I mean, I wouldn't let my daughter participate in any sports if they had a transgender on their team. Now, I'll tell you what, though. I wouldn't want to be in the same locker room together. Now, I wouldn't want any kind of transgender sports to be in high school because at that point you're encouraging it and you're kind of condoning it. Like, you should, I don't think you should be able to be transgender under the age of 18. Like, if you're not an adult, if you're still in high school, you shouldn't be able to be transgender because you're too young for that decision. If you're an adult, you can do that. But I don't think high school should be having that. But let's just say for argument's sake that they did have it, it, it would need to be something that's separate, like a third locker room because – like I say, I'm not I'm not trying to have, you know, son or daughter around these people with this confusion going on. Have your own situation where you guys compete amongst yourselves. It'd go the same way if a girl thought she was a guy. I mean, would they allow her to go into the guy's locker room and take showers with him? No, nah, they couldn't. It, it wouldn't. It, that, that wouldn't fly. They, they shouldn't. Just, I should say that. Nah. Huh? Have, uh, another thing, if, if, if they're worried about the vote so much. I think they ought to put Publishers Clearinghouse in charge of it. They contact more people every year than anybody else on the planet. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's the way to go about it. Have you heard anything about a rail gun? I've heard that, but I'm not really sure what that is. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm going to buy one here in the next week or so. Uh, they're electric, and they're not considered a gun. Okay. Three people of felonies can own them. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it's I'll... like a like a big daddy slingshot. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah, I checked into it, man. There's 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 no firing pin. There's no bullet as far as to have powder or a, a firing cap. So they're not declared as a as a gun. I even went to my local gun store. And they don't even want to talk to you about it because it's not a firearm. They can't make much profit off it. Wow. Interesting. But I mean, for, for personal, I want to say, I went to, uh, you've seen that, that demolition ranch on the internet? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, go to go look at his, he'll show you one. There's one on there that comes up. The minute you bring them up, that's the first thing it shows you is this new rail gun. They're what? slicker than heck. Well, I'll check it out, man. But thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. All right. You have a good one. Same to you. talking to you. Good show. Thank you. Bye. All right. That'll be a wrap for the call. Thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internets. And I'll be back live on Wednesday coming up. Every Wednesday, Saturday, I'm here. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So right around 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So y'all y'all come on back. And of course, I'm here throughout the week, Monday through Saturday, putting out pre-recorded videos. Y'all go ahead and subscribe to the channel. I'm trying to break that 900 barrier. YouTube been hating on me for a long time, but I'm here. They can't do nothing to stop me. I'm going to keep on going. We're going to get to the 1 million subscriber mark this year. Yes, we will. But thank you for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. Uh, that'll be a wrap for me. I got super chats on that. I'm going to read those right quick, and then I'm wrapping on up and put the bow clean on top. Thank you, thank you to the mods for doing a great job keeping them trolls in check because the trolls, they, they get super trolly. They get real aggressive. I'm glad you guys keep them in check. That's a whole lot of good for me. But super chats on deck, and then that'll be a wrap. So let's go ahead and go to the last one here. 
Um, hold on. Thank you to Sonia for the, the cheering emoji. I appreciate you for that. Thank you to Michael who says, let's go, Brandon. Thank you to Everett Schuster who says, Bengals won their division first time since 88. Wow. The, the Bungles made it, huh? Shout out to the Bungles. Thank you to Viva 67 who says, hype emoji. Thank you to Effie Ranger Xbox who says, Dr. Cole speaking at White Coat Summit. He's a pathologist talking about the vaccines and the spike proteins causing the problems. Thank you to the anti-view who says, is fentanyl the new crack epidemic? Yes. Worse than the crack epidemic because the problem with crack was the violence. I was around in the crack era. I remember the crack era. I was a little boy, but I remember that very well. The crack era, the problem was the violence. All the gang shootings over the territory to get the money from the crack. But now it's the people that's dying from it. The leading cause of death for people aged 18 to 45 is fentanyl. Fentanyl specifically, not just opiates or fentanyl specifically. But I'll continue with the super chat. Red wave with crime reduction next, followed by a terrorist event only to be blamed on who is in office. Is this a cycle? Save the rides for a six flag, shaking my head. Thank you to the Brooklyn Way who says, I have a friend who was born intersex. Her parents forced her to have all these surgeries as a kid and it screwed her up. She broke her silence in the vote feature several years ago. It's rare though. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. But that's a whole different situation right there. If you're born a certain way where you're not quite male or female, that's way different than someone with, like, let's just say me, right? I'm clearly a male. And then, you know what? I say one day, um, I'm, I'm Tanya Thompson. That's what I identify as. Same voice, same stature, same big size, all that kind of good stuff. But I'm, I'm Tanya Thompson. No, I'm clearly an XY male, but I, I identify now as a female. That don't make no sense. But I'll move on. Thank you for the uh, super chat. Thank you to Brett Vasquez for the uh, super with the Superman emoji type thing going on. The Brooklyn Way also says, ABO, do you even think, do you think Boris's reversal play on mandates and others following suit is a power play to further weaken Biden's reputation? It doesn't even possible. Um, I think it could be that, but I'm not really sure why they have a motive to attack him specifically in UK. I think that they're just getting ready to they're getting ready to admit they can't stop this, which they should have known from the beginning. You can't you can't stop viruses. It's not how it works. So the stock market is also reacting. Uh, Netflix is down 20 percent. Why? It's because people are going to be back outside. They're not going to be locked down so much anymore. They're not going to be afraid to go outside because they know that the virus is endemic. So. It's pretty much over. The CDC that came out and said it too. Like they're, they're saying little things to kind of just taper you down, right? What do they say? They say that the cloth masks don't work. We've been knowing that for two years. They're saying that the virus itself gives you better protection than the vax. We've known that for two years as well. All of what we said two years ago, and we've been saying throughout this entire time, that was considered to be a conspiracy theory, tenfold hat, balderdash, uh, all that good stuff. They're now validating because they know the end is nigh. Simple. Um, let me see. Thank you to uh, Boy Kachina who says, aliens watching what culture emerges, Star Trek or the Borg, and exterminate Chinese style of slavers. Thank you to Silas Larson who says, a single infective virus particle is a varion. Okay, there we go. Thank you for that. I learned something new today. New vocabulary work for me to put in my Rolodex. Thank you to 17MGTP who says vote exclamation mark. 
Thank you to Jamie Fain who says, ABL, you are always on target. Thank you for all that you do. You make my day every day. Um, with the heart emoji, US, the prayer, thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Block K MIT who says, thanks for taking my call. TSA is now accepting the expecting the arrest papers promised to appear from illegal aliens so they can fly. You should cover that story. Wow. So basically, they you have illegal aliens that can just get on the plane and just go to wherever. Now, is that different than them being flown to wherever they want to go? Like if they go to the border illegally and they say, yeah, I got a cousin living in Minnesota. Is that, is that the same thing or is it different? Um, shout out to baby steps who says if the BIPOC peeps can't vote, how did sleepy creepy Joe get 81 million quote, most legitimate votes unquote of all time. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. TH says, thoughts on NFL stopping COVID testing? <laughs> you know what? The NFL is funny. Um, I was watching the best documentary that I've ever seen as far as financial stuff. ESPN 30 for 30 broke. I've said that before on this channel. I'm going to say it again. If you've not seen the documentary, please go watch it. ESPN 30 for 30 broke. It's talking about athletes that have gone broke after playing sports and also guys that have done well that was able, you know, they were able to manage their finances properly. But in that particular special, they spoke about a lot of different things, not just money itself, but also all the ancillary things evolved with sports. They're talking about injuries. And I think one of the slides said that uh, the NFL or the NHL stops drug testing right before the playoffs. And what we got coming up right here, playoffs. Hey, man, I don't care if you got, I don't care what kind of drugs you want. I don't care if you got the bug. You need you to get out there and play, man. We're trying to win. Right now, you can miss a regular game, you know, a, a season nine game against the, the Detroit Lions. I don't care about that. But you in a division um, championship game, you need to play regardless of what. You on Toradol, you on Vicodin, Xanax, you got you smoking weed. You, I don't care. Get out there and play. That's, that's what's going on, period. They don't care about no virus. Now, watch them resume it come next year. Oh, it's a brand new variant. Stupid stuff, but I, I digress. Uh, thank you to Wolfgang Dio, who says, one, COVID variants are of minimal difference because they are some of the, they're the same branch of the common cold coronaviruses, smaller than the separate um, variola. Thank you to Caius Poshimus, who says, if people email consulates of different nations, what would their response be if asked, what would happen if they illegally crossed their borders? Ops. Man, mess, mess around and die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it. Certain countries, you can mess around and die across their borders illegally. Go to Israel and do that. Go, go to Israel and cross their border illegally. See what happens. Man, it'd be a wrap. Thank you to, um, and also here's some more from Wolfgang. Marxism, communism is Spartanism. Led to excellent military generals individually, but no one marks the ruins of their 600-year civilization. Um, also, they say they are shutting down 3G towers, but they will likely sell them, likely China. If they shut them down, it will lead to disaster one day. Good point. Also, male and female are perfectly described by XY and XX at cellular level. XY is stubborn. XX is a mosaic. Individuals can differ. The group does not. Facts. Joe Ryder 84 says Trump loved more than Biden. Trump is better. And also, have you seen the trans blowout at GameStop? 
Oh, you mean the it's ma'am? Remember that 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 classic one? Was it that or was it a new one that GameStop acting up again? You know, they can't get their World of Warcraft to operate properly on their on their PC, and they want to go. You know, I don't know what's going on. Also, here's the last one. Thank you to Rokachina who says fentanyl and meth precursors are shipped by the shipload from China specifically to weaken and divide the U.S. 1999's unrestricted warfare. Facts. And, you know, the same thing is going on with um, with TikTok. I feel like TikTok and all these drugs are a way to engage warfare on us without shooting the bullet, without uh, launching the missile. They'll launch a missile occasionally to say that we can do that if you want to take it there. But they're they doing like little soft things that damage us very greatly. Okay, we, we do that too to like other nations like Iran. They, they're surrounded by a lot of the heroin. It's a bit heroin problem right now in Iran because of a lot of things going on, a lot of restrictions and embargoes and things of that nature. They're getting destroyed by the heroin. And the same thing happening here. Number one cause of death between people, not just males, white males, black males, people aged 18 to 45, fentanyl specifically, not just drugs, not just you know, opiates and alcohol, fentanyl, number one cause of death. Legalized drugs, ABL. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting triggered again, so I digress. You guys are the best audience anywhere in the world. I'll be back live on Wednesday. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.